All right, and welcome to the show. We are back for, God, I should have looked at which episode number it is. Uh, it is somewhere between 26 and 30. Uh, I can't help you there. I this episode is the equivalent of the red dress emoji. That is what today is. Okay. This uh, is uh, I just, episode <laughs> two after the long break. I was going to type in, I was about to pull up the website. We use our hosting service to see how many episodes we had. And I just typed in podcast into the address bar, which is not at all correct. Uh, We're off to a great start. Wait, I got it. I got it. 31. 31. No, 26. 26. It's because, Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, so, for anybody who doesn't know, we will, until further notice, we're going to have an issue with the way that our uh, episode numbers are displayed because we have five episodes on our previous uh, podcasting service and then five on our new service, which... I, they, the other ones will disappear. I've, so called, I've called so many people. we're a beautifully organized hot mess. <laughs> Hi, I'm Jake. Hi, yeah. I'm Kate. And I'm your uh, producer and host of the show, Gibson. Uh, I guess everybody calls me Gibby. Gibby. Uh, he has no other name. There's no first name. There's no, it's just Gibby. <laughs> it's like Cher. That meme of the uh, Russian dude. I don't know who I am or what my name is. All I do know is I must kill. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know the trailer oh, I made y'all watch where it's like, Woke up, I'm sober, I haven't killed anyone. Oh Ooh. my god, what was that movie? Do you I gotta re look it up. I have a friend whose old boss was in a really, really bad, like, D rated indie film. But the minute we watched the trailer, it was like, we have to, we have to oh, do yeah. it. So this, we're gonna save it, we'll save this it. This was a B movie's B movie. Like, it was filmed on an iPhone, like an iPhone 1. Like, <laughs> the first 10 seconds of that trailer, we were all like, we're hooked. We have to see yeah, this. Yeah, I have to see where this goes because it's such a hot mess. Yeah. I think there was a dude with a chainsaw for a hand. I might be mixing it up with something else. Honestly, I don't think you're wrong. <laughs> but that's not the movie we watched today. Yeah. So, uh, to do, we, where do we want to pick things up? Do we want to start with the news or with the trash or not trash? Up to you, producer. Let's do trash. What, what do we do? We did trash or not, not trash, trash. Yeah, yeah. news as like a little buffer in between and then... Yeah. Beautifully organized hotness. This is what this is. <laughs> so, but it is organized now. It is organized now, which I think is actually lending itself to a better format for the show. Mm -hmm. um, so last time, uh, I know we had mentioned it, that we have started doing a segment, Trash or Not Trash, to, for our new audience members, where we are reviewing uh, basically a more or less terrible movie, or one that was either underrated a or... A cult classic, yeah. something like that. It's something that's not critically acclaimed at any step of the way, but maybe it's garnered a cult audience, or maybe it's just horrible, and I think it's good. Um, <laughs> and the one for this week, Kate picked, is Cool World. Oh, I thought it was Cool Runnings. I'm kidding. <laughs> I was going to do like this. Then you are completely off. Because yeah. let me tell you, Cool World was made, it released in 1992, and is one of Brad Pitt's OG movies. It is baby Brad Pitt. Mm -hmm. And he let me tell very, you... Uh, it starts yeah. off in a completely different world. Like, it's like a war movie. Like, he's coming home from the war. And, like, do you know if it's World War One or Two? No, you just know it's kind of like a world war and they kind of got to guess. Because, let me tell you, the budget was not high up on this. Mainly the budget went to half this film is animated. It mm -hmm. went to that budget. So, it's like you, the costuming, you, it's up to interpretation. And one of the, I mean, the obvious comparison. So... Like Kate was saying, it's animated, it's got Brad Pitt in it. So if you've ever seen this movie, the immediate thing that's going through your mind is, what movie is this? It also has Kim Basinger. Yes. It is, uh, the obvious comparison is going to be Who Framed Roger Rabbit, uh, because it's 2D animation jumping into the real world and vice versa. 
And it came out four years after it. Yes. Uh, yeah. And, and 92. Yes. And Roger Rabbit in 88. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I, now let me tell you, Roger Rabbit, it's not what we're going to talk about today. If you haven't watched it, do yourself a favor and watch it. Right. And I think... That's definitely not trash. I'm curious if the table agrees, but I think we can agree that uh, Roger Rabbit's probably the superior film of the two of these. Oh, 100%. This was supposed to be more of like the raunchier version yes. of Who Framed Roger Rabbit, but the biggest difference for me was Roger Rabbit has a clear plot throughout the entire movie that ties in beautifully, the acting strong. I mean, you have Doc from Back to the Future. Yes, yeah, and I, uh, that's kind of what I want to uh, point to is like there's two things that I... Uh, so. After watching this, I had to go watch Who Framed Roger Rabbit because I hadn't seen it in years. And I was, two things jumped out at me. And one of them was the animation's interaction with uh, the real world in Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Uh, I think the best way to put it is like, it felt like it had more weight to it. Like, the way. It also had a bigger budget because let's be real, Who Framed Roger Rabbit, throughout the entire film. The animation characters are moving constantly, even in the far background. Whereas in Cool World, they would literally just be like a drawing, and they'd all be like frozen, superimposed. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. It, it was like the equivalent of like a good Disney film versus a Hanna Barbera film. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think the other thing that lended Who um, Framed Roger Rabbit to feel a lot more engaging was the number of cameos we had. <laughs> uh, and then the big point against, like the scene where uh, Brad Pitt pulls out his badge. And it's like, he, he holds up a flat hand, and the badge is like two inches off-centered from oh. his hand, just floating in the air. <laughs> like, it, that's a very telling moment for the way that the whole rest of the movie is. And I mean, when Frame Roger Rabbit, we have like some serious points, where it's like framed for murder, and like the politics behind like the big film studios, and like a great plot twist at the end. Where the plot of Cool World is, our main female, our Jessica Don't Rabbit, if you cartoons. will, yeah, is, her name is Hollywood. And she wants to be human. And in order to be human, as a toon, she must have sex with a human. That is the plot. And Brad Pitt's trying to make sure she doesn't sleep with a human. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. is the plot. The, I, like, and I think the, the way I was thinking about it when watching it, the way I would describe it is the uh, two-thirds animate uh, scenes where it's 2D, 3D, like, superimposed on each other. Like, the person's in the cartoon world, but you have these set pieces that are just, like, painted cardboard pieces so that you get this 2D with almost uh, 3D like ele- interactivity with it. Very much reminded me of Spawn if you guys saw that movie. I never did but I recently saw just a clip from it and I was like what the hell is going yeah, on? Yeah that fever dream of a film. Yeah. And there are no similarities besides the fact that the set design gave me very like like I was like god this feels a lot like Spawn and I was like there's not a whole lot of elements of this that seem like yeah. Spawn but just <laughs> That's what was popping in my head. And, just for you people, Kim Basinger, who plays Hollywood as the admin, and when she does become human, plot twist, yes, she does have sex with a human. Um, you may know her, this more recent generation, from Fifty Shades Darker, as the uh, cougar who teaches our main character, Christian... What's his name? I don't know. I, I, you were looking at a table of two yeah. people. Our main that, guy. Okay. She's the one who teaches him to be a dumb have a sex dungeon so only, she's really moved up in her roles over the years the only reference from that movie I ever took was Red Room at, for use as jokes <laughs> it went way I never saw it anyway, Christian Grey was dark Christian. 50 Shades Grey right that 50 makes Shades Grey yeah but yeah she plays I just uh, put that two together because she's so much older now but yeah she plays the uh, 
the woman that had sex with him when he was underage and taught him to be a dom. Exciting. Ooh. <laughs> I think she's typecasted. She's also married to Alex Baldwin. Oh, she's is Ireland she Baldwin, in Mama. the? Um, did you guys watch that Alec Baldwin movie with where they broke down uh, the guy who came up with the De- John DeLorean? No, mm-hmm. um, well, I think I know what you're talking about, but John DeLorean, Alec Baldwin movie. Uh, Framing John DeLorean's the name of the movie. Alec Baldwin. Oh, you've told me about it multiple yeah, yeah. times. That's why I know. It. Play. He plays John DeLorean, but like the movie is like they'll do scenes where Alec Baldwin is playing John DeLorean, but then they'll like cut to where it's interviewing Alec Baldwin as Alec Baldwin commentating on John DeLorean's life, but he's oh. still in Alec Baldwin makeup. I mean, he's still in John DeLorean makeup, so he still looks like John oh. DeLorean. It's like a it's maybe one of the more like uh, strange movies how that, works. that I've ever seen <laughs> because it's it came on the coattails of some, um, the Big Short where you kind of had right. like those that, interactivity scenes yeah. where they're talking at you but not it's almost the office a, but it's more informative right right and but the issue is that he's still dressed as John DeLorean doing it and so you're like I don't know like it it just it didn't work very well but yeah. like. It's, it's also, like, very much worth watching. So if you have the time, I would watch Framing John DeLorean as well. Maybe that can be another one for <laughs> Yeah, right? So in, obviously, Cool World, it's not... It's a lot. Mm-hmm. And it's not... It's a trash movie that I really enjoy watching. That's my take on it. But what I love is you have our cast. Brad Pitt, Gabriel Byrne, um... Frank Sinatra Jr., totally forgot about that. Kim Basinger. But our that's our three main, is Gabriel Byrne, Brad Pitt, and Kim Basinger. All three of these are award-nominated actors and actresses. Golden Globes right. and Oscars. And I'm watching this, and I'm like, there's so much hope for the world. <laughs> like, if you really don't believe you have what it takes, watch this and see how their careers went. You're like... It's, it's Started like, from the bottom. <laughs> 1992 was a wild time. <laughs> and none of us are around Yes. For it. Speaking of that, too, wild time. If you ever like, you know, feeling bad about yourself, you just don't know. I highly recommend watching an episode of the TV show Goosebumps called "Say Cheese and Die" because it's an eighteen-year-old Ryan Gosling, oh. and he is an Oscar-winning actor now. From and he started here, and you're like, "There's hope for all." I yeah, I like. I'm not sure I would recommend like going out of your way to watch this, but like I think, like I think you could get everything you need to know about this from the clips. It. Don't pay to watch it. If it's yeah, free that, on that's there, that's more what I'm getting. Go. It's it's a it's a zero dollar experience. Like, the, but it's the an last, experience nonetheless. Yes. The last three sentences on the like summary on Wikipedia say: Upon its release, Cool received negative reviews due to its story, acting, animation, and the effects combining that animation with the live action. The soundtrack, however, re- received praise. I it was also a commercial failure, grossing fourteen million on the $28 million budget. I actually, well, and that was the point, one of the points I was going to make. It's very detective noir, which is a genre I love. Uh, But the thing that really, like, irked me is that we'd be having, like, these semi-serious detective noir, like, scenes, and then, like, cartoons would just, like, move across the screen. And it was, like, very jarring. You know who stole the show from me, though? Hmm. That random little bunny who was trying to gamble. Yes. And won and lost. <laughs> he, but I won! 
He was the best animated out of all of them, the happy little bunny. He had a nice plot line where he was just trying to make some quick cash by rolling the dice and got cheated. Funny. And then he goes to the cops and has a plot twist where he becomes violent, the happy little bunny. And then, you know, he gets run over by a car and dies. It just goes, I won. Oh. Like, I was more invested in his story than anyone else. <laughs> I think the animator was more invested in his story, too. Really? Because he was a happy... Like, he was a Disney cartoon bunny. Pretty much. Which is great. And then... Um... So, I think we all agree trash, but if you see it for free, worth watching? Yeah. Sure. If there's nothing else on. Literally anything else on. (laughs) Go for it. Um... And... Um... Yeah, I think that covers it. Anybody have anything else they want to cover? There's not much you can add to this movie. Just bring the stamp down. Trash. Trash. <laughs> uh, so, news. I think the biggest one that we're all uh, watching right now is the su- what's unfolding in the Suez Canal. Yeah. That's the Ever Given. <laughs> the Ever Given. Which, has anybody else keep on calling it Evergreen by accident? I did for a long time. Because like, it says Evergreen on the, on the side. side of the boat. Yeah. But what we did know is the captain just didn't give an ever-given fuck about what's going on in the Suez Canal. <laughs> so, has anybody read, like, what's about to come back due to the ever-givens? Yes. The, I know what it is. What's got? T-piece yardage. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, did I go to Publix last night and did Kate, my roommate, and I, yes, my roommate's also named Kate. We both got um, big things of toilet paper. Mm-hmm. Yes, we did. It So, likely not going to impact the U.S., but... But why risk it? Uh... Because everything else is happening with the global economy, well, there will be some shortages on things, and people you know hear about tor- but it won't affect the U.S., but it'll affect the U.S. in the same way that it previously did, where yeah. there wasn't actually a shortage. We just created a shortage because That's people kept buying it. Exactly. What I was gonna say, yeah. People. <laughs> the Karens scare me, scared. and I know they will come. Oh, they God. will hoard cool. the TV. Tough, tough year for my mother. Whose <laughs> <laughs> name is Karen? Yeah. That's and your mother's is. a nice Karen. She's a nice lady. Well, she's got, she's got some Karen veins in her though. <laughs> Every Karen does. Every Karen does. But she well, hasn't unlocked her full Karen power. Yeah, she she has not let me speak to the regional director yet. And she has not had the Karen haircut. She's not gone super Karen. Yeah, she's not. <laughs> hasn't gone blonde and super Karen. <laughs> um, the asymmetrical haircut? Yes. The, oh, God, that's never been a good look. My biggest question about the Suez Canal thing, and they ever given never green, did it purposely draw a dick, or was that an accident of when it was crashing? I'm sorry, what? You, oh, you haven't seen that. So the, the path the boat took looks like it drew a big old dick in the middle of the canal and then got stuck. And I'm concerned that it was on purpose. <laughs> I'm looking at this. Hilarious. Oh, my God. I, I want it to be an accident. But it also looks like it's been inserted. I think it was an actual thing that happened, though. It keeps popping up. I could be fake news easily. But I keep seeing it pop up multiple places. Oh my god. This is hilarious. Like it, it just meandered around the coast for a little bit. Yeah. Dude, this is gonna be a big year for pirates now that all the shipping's having to go around the oh my god. port of Africa. We're going pre-colonial. We're going back around Africa. I am the captain now. Yeah. Yeah. Just full Magellan. Oh god. Yeah, like uh, so I've been listening to a pirate. Do you guys listen to dictators? On no. Spotify? No, but Kate told me you recommended that for her. Yes, very great. This season is all about pirates. Hmm. Uh, 
<laughs> and so, like, I'm just, like, deep in the pirate game right now. Interesting, because uh, Netflix just released a, like... Very different ...interactive documentary. You know, they have actors play the thing, they talk about history. Mm-hmm. Um, about pirates. I've been watching it. It's fascinating. Oh, oh yeah. 2021. I highly recommend to all watch Black Sails if you want to get into the pirates. It's a great show. Uh, yeah, I got through the first episode or two of that, and I just have not circled back to it, because I got back into Vikings. Vikings is great. So if you guys hear scratching in the background, we've got two cats manically running around the uh, yes. house. Oh. Oh. Yeah, oh, it's goodness. also a little rough. I put one of them on a diet, and she's pissed. That was that scratching in the kitchen. She was trying to get the food to come out of the automatic dispenser. Uh, she doesn't like being on a diet, but honey, you need it. You're getting chonky. <laughs> chonky girl. Um, no, but Black Vikings is great. It just fine. ended. Vikings, right? I haven't watched the newest season. Um, I, last I think it ended. I don't know. I, I'm only on like the second season right now. Oh, so you... Are still with Ragnar. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, the Black Sails is great. It has um, Billy Bones. It's basically the prequel to Treasure Island. And so we have Captain Flint. Billy Bones is played by that same actor that plays Luther in Umbrella Academy. He's also mm-hmm. the same actor who plays, you know, Sam Toddy's younger brother, Dickon. Oh, yeah. R.I.P. Dickon. God, what, oh, a, we got got a, what a name. Dickon yeah, Tarly. Dickon Dickon. <laughs> oh, that, that's very much... I would hope George R. R. Martin saying, "Yeah, this, I'm going to kill this character soon. <laughs> he doesn't need a real name, Dickon. Sure. Oh, in the show, he's manly and well endowed, much more than his brother. Well, Dickon. I mean, Dickon. We we all know George R. R. Martin read, wrote himself into that story as Sam Tarly. Oh yeah, definitely. Like the big strong guy gets killed, and the smart guy lives. Yeah, is definitely has nothing to do with just a complex. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> those books will be finished too at some point. No, 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 he made his money. He's good. Yeah, that man—that man's gonna die of cardiovascular disease and never finish those books. Absolutely. I have not started reading the first one because I'm waiting for him to finish them before I get committed to reading them all. You want to know a bad secret I have? It's not a secret. Uh, I bought all the books in a big box set right before the eighth season came out, and I don't want to touch them now because the eighth season of Game of Thrones came out. That's really where I'm at. Yeah. I'm right there with you. And Dr. Mark was still talking about like, oh, oh, my ending's different from the TV. The TV took a completely different turn where I'm going like, well, show us your damn ending. Show it to us. Prove it. This was crap. He released the George R. R. Martin cut. Cut. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I like... Foreshadowing. If I remember right, and I have, like, we haven't talked about it in a while, I'm pretty sure they got into a fight with George R. R. Martin, Benioff and Weiss, and the eighth season, like, the sixth, seventh, eighth season... Are like basically them going off of like a meager amount of notes that they got from them. God, yeah, <laughs> which is why it like disintegrated. Yeah, they were not idea idea people; they were execution people. Yeah, they're good at good at converting, not at creating. Right, and they also got tired of it, and the actors were tired of it, and they needed like five more episodes. Yeah, they needed a whole another season with where they were going. Well, I just I think if they had run the last two or three seasons that they had cut short and given them yeah like the full ten season runs it. Probably would have been enough for it to be like an adequate finish. Or make like, you would have had some down episodes where it's just travel, but it would fit where's with the beach episode? The you know, there always has to be a beach episode. <laughs> <laughs> I think that has. I think that's when Brand's uh, crown saying bye to his family, shipping Jon Snow off to the north. <laughs> that's our Get beach. Get the episode. fuck out of here! This is our beach episode now. You're banished. <laughs> God, I, I was like, just like you know what? I was rewatching the other day. I was watching some clips on Game of Thrones. He went from being like, Bran, like, yeah, he's going to be the three-eyed raven. He's so great. With some... And then he just went to being like, that's why I've come. Like, his, yeah. his personality just a complete mm-hmm. 180 with no, like, change into it. 
he just went completely from like, I'm a happy boy with my little happy dog and like, we're going to do this. We're going to succeed to just, I have no personality. Yeah. I have nothing. I am nothing. I can be nothing. You had, you had one learning moment uh, where he messed up Hodor. Yeah. <laughs> and then was, I'm emotionless and personalityless now from now on. Blah. I am calculator. Right. Yeah. Beep, boop, beep. Ugh. Siri was like, dude, you're pretty, pretty uh, emotionless. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, brand failed the, uh, are you, are you computer check? The Turing test? Yeah. <laughs> or no, just the click the box if you're not a computer. Did you see the capture thing? Yeah. Did you see, I think they're putting Alan Turing on the, not, was Alan Turing the, we, huh? Wait, sorry. Alan Turing, was he the imitation game? Yeah, I think so. Uh, they're putting him on uh, British Currency now, I think. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. He got Good. a real raw end of the deal. Yeah, they did. Yeah, De- did. Decoding German messages, and then... Uh, sorry, you're gay. Let's uh, just pretend you never existed. Time to the jail for you. Oh, man, I really wish you guys had seen Falcon the Winter Soldier. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, so, to well, recap... We- sorry, there's... Just a, it had the slightest bit of a connection there. That I oh, really? I think you were the same as me, where I didn't want to start WandaVision until they finished it all. I don't. I was just saving it for a rainy day, and then I binged it all. See, I wanted to binge oh. it. I didn't want to watch one episode a week because it was coming out one episode a week. So I was waiting till it all came out. So I'm not done with it yet. Yeah, I'm here for the episode a week of Falcon Winter Soldier. Wasn't for WandaVision. Still good, but. We'll, we'll recap WandaVision when Kate has finished it so that we don't spoil anything for yeah. her. But overall, I very much enjoyed it. <laughs> what I think we've said before is that the story didn't start until episode three. Um, but yeah, overall, good execution. Yeah. And looking forward to Captain America Winter Soldier. Honestly, Dis- Disney is kind of at a point that if it's not Star Wars, they can't really do wrong. I mean, if it's Star Wars, they can't do right. If it's a Star Wars TV <laughs> show, they can't do wrong. That's true, yeah. Movies. Mandalorian's killing well, it. I disagree. Because let me also tell you, they could do with stop doing the live action Disney princess stuff. Because let me tell you, oh. Mulan would not not it. Didn't watch it. Yeah. Not. They they Ner- nerdy Disney. Yeah, nerdy Disney. <laughs> pop culture nerdy Disney. Look, yeah. Disney. Look, we, I I appreciate what you were trying to do. Make it more of like a historical like. But I want Mushu. Dude, that, I want yeah. Eddie Murphy as I Mushu. Honestly, I want Make a Man out of you. I want, like... I was out on Mulan as soon as I heard Mushu wasn't in it. I was like, this is just not going to be the movie that like, I know from being I get what you were trying to do, but, like, we love these stuff for these reasons. You made but, it too serious. Give us the singing dragon. Admittedly, we, like, it's a damned if you do, damned if you don't moment. Like, when uh, Beauty and the Beast came out, a lot of the critical complaints were, guys, you just reshot it shot for shot from the animated one and added a song or two. Yeah. And they deviated from the original with Mulan, and we all bitched that they didn't do it a shot for shot. Well, here's the thing. Yeah, with the Beauty and the Beast, so they, did, they answered a lot of questions, which was really nice. That was kind of like their point. What, Beauty and the Beast? Yeah, so yeah. Like, a lot of the questions they had from like the original animated was like, this town is right next door. The curse got put on a couple years ago. How did no one know about this? So in the... Why did like, ah, there was a curse. I mean, everyone forget. No, like, but I just mean the critical you. complaint was that it was so yeah. similar yeah. to the animated uh, they version. They added a gay character. Lafu, <laughs> woo! <laughs> Representation. Like, um, I think the issue with the that's the why it got banned. Was the, the, uh, Arkansas. It was like it got banned in Alabama. So like one of the oh, one God, of the mother brother states. That's real dumb. Yeah, they're uh, like, can't watch this. There's a gay character. I think a lot of people's problem with Mulan, especially though, was that the the overarching like uh, theme of the animated movie of 
even if you're a girl, you can do whatever you want to, like do do whatever. It's not done very well in the live action version. At least was a take I saw of it. Okay. It was uh, the thing that got me the most was it was very serious with it. Yeah. And she was very um. I get where her choices were, and she's a great actress. But like, what I loved about the animated one was like when she walks into camp, she's like, "I'm a man. This is how you mend this." What's up, buddy? Slaps on the ass, and everyone's like, "What the fuck? You're not a man. Like, yeah. that's we don't do this." And, and then the she end, proves herself. In the end, they'll dress up as women and, and free everyone. The better li- is the better live action Mulan. She's the man. Yes. <laughs> Which, that is a great movie based off Shakespeare. Yeah. Slap an avalanche and they're calling along. Like, you know what you need to do is just a superimposed She's the Man scenes intertwined with the Great Wall with Matt Damon. <laughs> just call it the, the real live action Mulan. Oh, God. I think you have to train him, too. We're going to do that thing. Just have him. He's Mulan. Nope, that's not going to be really bad. Damn it. Take <laughs> what a train. What a roller coaster of thoughts. <laughs> oh. Yeah, anyways. So, yeah, Sue Eskin. Sue Oh. What do you want to move on from that? Uh, well, actually, I was going to bring up, have you guys heard of the Yellow Fleet? No. no. Okay, so th- I was doing some research on the Suez Canal thing, and what I discovered is that, that this is not the first time ships have been trapped in the Suez Canal. Oh. And, like, this is way less than the last time. Do they usually only have one, like, construction equipment pushing the thing out of the way? <laughs> That's such a tough picture. <laughs> Well, this I feel like was, they're like Georgia when it snows. We have the one pile yeah. to get the snow out of the way, but like they know there's going to be a lot more snow. Maybe invest in like one or two. Or your boss texting you on Sunday night saying, "Hey, I need you to fix something for me." Right. Yeah. This is this was more of like a um, like a de- like a war and politics stuck in the canal mm. than like a physical stuck in the canal. There were 15 ships from a multitude of nations, and in like 1967, I think you guys have ever heard of the Six Day War. No. It's, yes. Um, it, it a conflict with um, Israel and um, uh, who are the aggressors? Wikipedia. Help me out. Uh, Israel versus Egypt, Syria, Jordan, Iraq, and Lebanon. Jesus. Yeah. Less than six. Less than six days, and Israel pretty decisively was winning. Wow. <laughs> like, if I remember history right. But Suez Canal, you had these 15 ships stuck there for like 20 years. Like, Just ooh. hanging out. Yeah. It's and a decoration. I really like, it did only a very cursory, um, yeah, between 1967 and 1975, so a couple years, these ships were stuck there and they were like rusting out and just like sitting still and they'd gotten basically bleached by the sun. Yeah. And so they were called the Yellow Fleet. Um, but they had rotating crews on them to make sure they were maintained. The U.S. ship was in a different lake from the other ones, and it was called like the it. It has like a local real name, but it's yeah. called Alligator Lake. So they got some big fucked. Uh, and the um, but the rest of the ships were all like marooned basically together and having like barbecues and stuff together and had these rotating crews. Oh my gosh. They did their own Olympics during the Olympics because they were stuck there. <laughs> Like, really doesn't seem like it was a bad time. <laughs> Could have uh, worse. That's like the, is, I think it's Denmark and Canada have some island that they always fight over. Yeah, yeah they keep replacing the, the flag. Yeah, yeah, replace the flag and leave a thing of whiskey or like maple syrup or something like that. Uh, just keep trading stuff. It's a very friendly little conflict. Well, it's Canada. Uh, uh, on the line of 
before you get to that, a lot of warships and Suez Canal, because I do have another comment for recently, there's an oil tanker, uh, Russian oil tanker, that's actually just a Russian warship <laughs> in line in the Suez Canal. <laughs> what? Yeah. It's labeled as a as an oil tanker, but the picture of it is absolutely a warship. What you doing? Hey, so, what's up, Russian? Russia, how you doing? Russia warship, Suez Canal. I love like, it. They'll never know. How could they yeah. know? Don't be suspicious. Don't, don't, don't be suspicious. Don't be suspicious. Yeah, this is just a battleship. <laughs> it's just a battleship. <laughs> this is just flat out a battleship. This has got cannons all over it. <laughs> Like, who's like, we'll clear it. How we'll concerned, clear. very concerned about getting a meager amount of oil there without any pirate issues. Yeah. They're like, <laughs> we'll, we'll get the ever given out of the way. <laughs> we'll clear that shit. Uh, it is Hans Island, by the way. Oh, okay. Uh, and it still has history, sovereignty. I think it has a joint administration now. Hmm. But yeah, it's a barren, uninhabited rock. Yeah, it's just a Look rock. The ship. <laughs> and tying it back to Mulan and King of the Rat. There and there's go. nothing you girls I, can do about I it. I almost want us to do a segment on just like bro moments in history because they like, you know, like the Germans exchanging gifts during World War One. This the disputed island, yep. the Suez, the Yellow Fleet. Like, there's all just bad news these yeah. days. Like, let's recap. Like. Humanity, yeah, humanity is just like being nice for once. Yeah. Well, if we go back to ancient Greece, there's a lot of um, bromances going on. If you know what I mean, <laughs> wink, wink. I'm here for the bro moments and the bro moments, apparently. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Like, I honestly, a couple things in the deuce thing. I kind of like the Beltline tax. That's such inside baseball that let's just make sense. But, right. Basically. They're just get they the state is just getting greedy. They, okay. Yeah. They went, Bellwood's doing really good business. Uh it'd be, a, it'd be a shame if we added ten percent sales tax to everything in the area. What? Yeah. If oh. you're with, if you're within a mile of the belt line, uh with the belt line running in the middle. So half mile yeah. on either side. That's bullshittery. Uh, yeah. So every, every like small pop up thing on the belt line's yeah. gonna go out of business because they're taking ten percent from the uh if I remember I, I haven't read in like a week, but I'm pretty sure it was ten percent property oh, tax. Including yours truly, uh, ah. yeah, big fuck. Ten uh, percent of the businesses, and then like additional sales tax. You're half mile. Well, so that's it's like it's contentious right now because I'm uh, I'm like one block away from Freedom Trail, mm. and it's whether or not they start counting Freedom Trail as part oh. of the belt line. Uh, so that mean neighbors and stuff won't go up too. They'll be a part of that tax, yeah. No. Yeah, and. It was like I love that their drinks are cheaper. Yeah, it was tacked onto uh, a bill like a STEMI bill type of thing, so that it got basically like forced. Like we, we can't vote against this because we need the other aspects of this bill. Basically, uh, this is how it got through. Look, we're we're finishing up a pandemic. We don't like why you do this. Yeah, <laughs> it's super. Fun. Haven't we suffered enough? Yeah, it. Don't increase our what, brunch. What, what's the uh, worst words you could ever hear? I'm from the government, and I'm here to help. Yeah. <laughs> From the government, I'm here to take your money. Thank you. <laughs> Look, here's five dollars. I'm gonna break your knees. <laughs> God. Uh, but what's he got for us? I wanted to bring up Invincible coming to Amazon Prime. Mm -hmm. uh, well, actually, while we're on litigious things, the RPM okay. Act. Go ahead and vote against that. What is that? 
it is basically if you do any modification to a vehicle mm-hmm. that is not OEM, ah. it is no longer street legal. Ah, <laughs> ah. Like, I see why you're against this. Yes, as a big car nut, but that boils down to if I got like a K&N cotton air intake filter, technically I'd be violating the, the like, if you got wheels that were not the factory wheels. Really? Yeah, like it is. Oh, uh, there's no way that'll pass. Well, it's getting voted for because there are so many people who don't understand that that's what they're, like, it's tacked on as a green emissions thing. And they're like, motorsports is causing global warming. And like, okay, but if you took a cruise ship out of the ocean for a month, it would be more, it would change the impact on emissions more than running like all motorsports for like 10 years. Wait, I pulled up, I Googled it. What's Special Equipment Asso- Market Association, SEMA? SEMA, they are, uh, they're the ones that are doing like, if you want to sign a petition, they're the ones that are um, basically spearheading the petition for it. They're saying tell Congress to pass the RPM Act. To pass on it, I, I uh, no, no, pass it. Um, it, yeah, okay. So I did read that it's a petition against it, but that is written that way. I don't know why, but I think wait, the bill clarifies that it's legal to make emissions related changes through the president. Uh, okay, no, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah it's yeah, just yeah. written weird. But yeah, like SEMA is the Special Equipment Manufacturer Association. They. Dude, they're the one, they do a big show out in Vegas for like a week, once a year, and everybody shows off their aftermarket parts. They're basically like, their whole, if this act gets passed, uh, and the RPM might be, a, a, I don't know nearly enough to really be speaking on this, other than you need to sign whatever the SEMA thing is, because it's working to make it where you can actually still do these things. Um, because they are basically the ones, their entire business is built off of the aftermarket industry existing. So, if you don't want to put Americans out of work. Noted. Yeah. <laughs> Q is intently reading this. I think you have it backwards. Do I have it backwards? I think you have it backwards. I think the RPM's good. The RPM's good? Okay. The- I, so, based on what I'm reading, the RPM Act reverses the EPA's interpretation that the Clean Air Act does not allow a motor vehicle designed for street use, including a car, truck, or motorcycle, to be converted into a dedicated race car. Essentially, EPA is saying you can't do any of these aftermarket modifications. Okay. And the RPM Act it is, is the uh, recognizing the, the Protection of Motorsports Act. Okay. So then you're good. Yeah. Vote for the RPM. Vote for it. Yeah. We switch sides. sides. Yeah. Petition. <laughs> we, we have really flipped, like Italy in World War Two. Uh, <laughs> We've said we are an organized hot mess. But point is, there's somebody trying to pass a law that is trying yes. to get it where no modifications should be made to a car. Vote against that. Vote yeah. for the one that vote, vote for the one that helps it. Do your own research. I'm not in politics for a reason. <laughs> Will we edit so, any of this for clarification? No. Absolutely not. So we have invincible coming. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah segue. Uh, I'm on board for anything involving Steven you. So yeah, so have you guys, do you guys know anything about Invincible leading up to this show existing? No. I just know that we've got like Seth Rogen, J.K. Simmons, oh, Mark Hamill. Yeah. We got Q6, Q6 Love. So this is an yeah. Amazon Prime advantage. Joker. An, yeah, he's good. Animated TV show. It's very stylized. And, like 90s. Yeah, yeah. And it's, um, it's an indie comic, which I am a huge proponent of any time. Something, you know, there's a big property that's not DC or Marvel. I, I'm a big fan of DC and Marvel. I just like the idea of... Well, competition. 
Right. Um, and this is like an all-star cast. You also have Sam Kerr. You got some killers oh, on there. Yeah. We have Zazie Beats. You got J.K. Simmons. Julia Jacobs. I haven't seen her since Community. I'm like, okay, Britta, I see you. I started it last night. I made it about three minutes in, and then I fell asleep and woke up around two in the morning. Oh. <laughs> so raving reviews yeah. from you. So, so I have no idea what's going on. I was exhausted. Probably shouldn't. Uh, it crossed my mind when I clicked it on. I was like, shouldn't so I read the rest of the cast. I wouldn't do like the main characters. I'm like, you got Zachary Quint. Quinto, we have Mae Whitman, Katara. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I love this actor, and I cannot fucking say his name. Mahershala Ali. Mahershala Ali. Mahershala Ali. I know I could never pronounce <laughs> it, and as we know on this show, I'm not good with pronouncing names, as Cusick points out all the time. Aye. John Hamm, um, Jonathan Groff, Ezra Miller. Like, I'm just going down, the just list keeps going of, like, really amazing actors that we've all, like... Enjoyed Lord over Dalian, the years. Jason Mans, I can't Lauren Cohen. Mansoukas, the <gasps> crazy-looking guy that's on. Uh, he does a lot of things. We have uh, Maggie and Glenn reunited. She's in it too. Oh, nice! Oh, nice! Oh, She's War Woman. Neat. <laughs> I like it. Glenn slightly less uh, Bastion. Oh. <laughs> 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 uh, I'm excited. I'm excited yeah. to watch it. It's pretty star-studded. I'm looking forward to it. Um, it, the comic ex- itself is very interesting. Um, it's it's very much like a Superman reimagined s thing. Um, it it's the boys slash Justice League rolled into a new indie comic. Um, hmm. So it it'll be a very fun um, thing to watch. I recommend people watching it mainly because. Uh, Honestly, things like this go unnoticed because nobody has ever heard of them, so they click on the next thing that they recognize the name of. Yeah. Very true. Very true. The little blurb for it is, uh, Mark Grayson, 17, is just like every other guy his age, except that his father is the most powerful superhero on the planet, mm-hmm. Omni-Man. As Mark develops powers of his own, he discovers, he discovers his father's legacy may not be as heroic as it seems. So that's a good little, that's a good little teaser. Yeah. What is it? Like, Synopsis. Yeah. And you know, I believe it. J.K. Simmons, the most powerful man in the universe. Like, I believe it. I was watching. Oh yeah, with the the big movie that we're gonna watch, that we're gonna review here in a second. Uh, I was like, I love everything J.K. Simmons yeah. touches. Um, but I like how Seth Rogen's character is Alan the Alien. That's his name. <laughs> Do you guys? Oh, sorry. What's the movie that has J.K. Simmons where he plays like an orchestra director? Whiplash. Oh yeah, Whiplash. Whiplash. The Friday Beers thing where the guy's playing the drums and it's like keep up keep up keep up <laughs> still not much though. but speaking of Seth Rogen and going into news have you seen his he just confirmed something that went on while filming this is the end with Emma Watson no I had not seen that so she stormed off set and that was always like a huge thing like what happened because apparently she was supposed to be in the gimp suit not Channing Tatum like it was supposed to be like that's a or no, no, maybe thing that you probably can't go with in 2020. Maybe not. Like she was, I think she was supposed to be the one holding the, the gimp suit. suit. Like okay. she was supposed to be a part of the cannibal thing. Yeah. And she was unaware that was part of her thing. She thought she was just going to be like the role she the took role, when she yeah. came in. And apparently she was like really upset and stormed off set. And that was like been the thing. So Seth Rogen finally addressed it. And he's like, no, there's no harm feelings. She wasn't about that. She came back the next day and told me like, hey, I'm sorry. This is just not what I'm for. Like wish y'all the best. And like she helped promote the film. She was really great. But like it's definitely caused some things. And he goes looking back now. I'm like I love the way it turned out in the end, so it's all good. God, if Army Hammer had been part of the cannibal thing, <laughs> would have been too close. That would not have aged well. Uh, that would have aged so well, depending on for team content. Oh yeah, would have <laughs> aged very well. 
Content, content, content. Yeah. Has anything <laughs> new developed from that? No. And it probably won't for a uh, long time. I think one of his, his ex-wife or something made like a statement or ex-lover. I was going to say, has Army Hammer ever been married? Yeah. He's got kids. Yes, he was married. Those they're two still, things don't have to happen. They're together. technically still married. They just are separated. Like, they're still going through okay. divorce. They were together uh, for 10 years. Elizabeth Chambers. Okay. Uh, more things we're not qualified to talk about. Yep. Um, Ooh, Vanity Fair is in a whole thing. The fall of Army Hammer. A family saga of sex, money, drugs, and betrayal. Where's Huge, Cannibal? Hugely missed opportunity to call the article The Hammer Falls. Oh my god. <gasps> no! Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> that, that is way better. Right? Stop. Oh, I don't know. So, what am I. Drops. So, anyone who knows me, my Drop favorite author is Agatha Christie. I Hammer She done. is a queen and I love her murder mystery. <laughs> That'll be the rise. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> and I'd like to point out the amount of times I get yelled at for talking over here and then I try and talk to me and this asshole talks over. Yeah. You've talked over me way more than I have. Mm. We are not going to get the argument. But... <laughs> All right. Continue. Continue on Agatha Christie. Anyways, Army Hammer is supposed to star one of my all-time favorite books. Death on the Nile has Gal Gadot, and it's now been pushed back to 2022 because I think they're going to have to reshoot him as the lead, completely whole new. Because they were like, huh, we were going to release this in 2021? Maybe not. Mm. I did not know who was playing that. I think that's really funny. Uh, you know the bad thing? Like, if this all just turns out to be like a kink thing, and he really didn't ever execute on any of it. I'm sure he didn't. Pro- I don't I mean, think he has executed on it. I think it right. was a fetish he's always had. Uh, I think, and I think, have we talked about it on this show before, the Two Bears, One Cave uh, interview? Bert, I think so. Uh, so, on Two Bears, One Cave, Burt Crusher had on a dominatrix to basically break down uh, the whole Army Hammer cannibalism fetish thing. And basically, her take, which I also, I, like, I think it could be potentially fucked up. I think this could also be a very accurate take. I think time will tell. Cancel me in the future. Whatever. Um... That he probably confided in somebody and then they portrayed his trust and put, because the way that it's all been like posted was like very one-sided conversations. Oh, yeah. If it's a continuing conversation, she is responding in a way that the conversation keeps going. Exactly. Uh, so like, I don't know. Like, it, it, it's all weird. It's don't all get me wrong. weird. But like, I hope, like, the issue is I like Army Hammer at, in most of his roles. And trying to separate the actor from the art, uh, like I enjoyed him in Man from Uncle. Yeah. Okay. So I, I always have Texas Ranger in my head or whatever. And I'm Never like, saw that actually. Mm. Um, was it Texas Ranger? Was what? Texas something, right? It's the one Lone with Ranger. the Lone Ranger. Ranger. Yeah, yeah, yeah with uh, yeah, Johnny, Depp. Johnny Depp. Which also questionable. Wow. Wow. Well, that movie has aged the worst. Yeah. If only Amber Heard was. A- uh, I will say while he was, I will say while he was filming that he was given a certificate of approval and adopted by a Native American tribe, so they were okay with it, or at yeah. least they were publicly seemed to be okay with it. Yeah, and I think he. Still he gotta, yeah, I think he asked permission. I think oh, he went like. Speaking of Native Americans not being okay with things, did you see the petition to have the Jeep Cherokee renamed? Yeah, I did. <laughs> That's. I mean, whatever. <laughs> Honestly, at this point, there's so many like trigger warnings and everything. At this point, you just kind of like. What's new this week? <laughs> yeah. I was gonna say they probably are still fine with it because Johnny Depp has a getting the Johnny Depp thing. He still has a clone called Savage, that's clearly savage. Oh yeah, like and he does a lot. It looks like you know Native American mm-hmm. savages thing. That's they, someone's fine with it. Yeah, he's still allowed to do these things, but yeah. Um, any other news you guys want to get into? Not really. No. Okay. Yeah, I think. Uh, I was looking up something involving Johnny Depp. 
Um, we will keep the, the show rolls on. Um, what do you want to do for trash or not trash? I was thinking Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. That's not trash. A lot of people think it is. Do they? Yeah. Oh. Ah, uh, Johnny Depp um, has Cherokee heritage. Oh, cool. Okay. And formally adopted by the Comanche tribe in 2012. Cool. And he received the Comanche language name. So he's been named and everything. Okay, cool. <laughs> They call him Mawome, which means shapeshifter. Oh, that makes that's, sense. That's yeah. so. I think that's why they're okay with it. Yeah. That's, that's, that's kind of a dope nickname. Yeah, like <laughs> again, that makes sense. Actor, also. I mean, yeah. I never would have been able to know him in Pirates versus him in Willy Wonka. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> they're two different people. <laughs> we say it all the time, but there are two different kinds of actors. There are actors who like become the role, and then there are actors where like they play Daniel a character. Day-Lewis. Yeah, Daniel Day Lewis, Johnny Depp, and then there's Leonardo DiCaprio. Tom, and then you have the Tom Cruises and the, uh, sorry, um, makes for great radio. Violence. Um, what, God, who's the other actor that I always go to when it's people who are like, I know for you it's Colin Farrell. Oh yeah, I can't take, anything Colin Farrell plays, I only see Colin Farrell. It's a negative for me. (laughs) Tom Cruise is a positive, like, you Mm -hmm. know it's Tom Cruise, but, Yeah. See, I can't with Tom Cruise. Uh, his younger stuff is better. Like, mm-hmm. Rain Man. I'm like, yeah, great. But then he hits a certain age where I'm like, it's just Tom Cruise. I see no difference. Uh, uh, Tom, Tom Cruise is a vampire. It's Tom Cruise jumping off a cliff. It's Tom, Tom Cruise, Cruise fighting a Like, ooh, is Oblivion technically like a B-movie because it was not critically well-received? Maybe. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, Tom Cruise, Mission Impossible. God, I, I could watch those until the end of time. Yeah, you got... Mission Impossible, then you got uh, The Mummy, top Mission Impossible in Egypt. Yes. Also, Brendan Fraser as well. I think The New you know, Mummy, not nearly as bad as people think it is. I don't think I it's great. It. I hated it so much. I it's, not, it. it's not great, but it's not And worst. I love the, like, obviously the OG Mummy from, like, the 20s, 30s stuff, but also mm-hmm. my childhood. The Brendan Fraser Mummy is our... One biggest. and two. The third... Yeah. The third's hot trash. The, the CGI in the second is hot trash. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> but the thing. acting and storyline was so good, we forget it. Yes. The Ugh. how many Scorpion King movies? There's like four. Let's confirm. Are they all starring the Rock? No. no, 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 no. Only the first it dips out after the first. I was like, I think we've done there before because he's the, the highest paid um, actor in Hollywood. The Scorpion King. This is very uh, early on, though, wasn't it? Like, really cast production, it legacy, career. prequel. Oh my God, it has a prequel. Uh, yeah. He was an established actor, but he wasn't as big of a name as he was now. Like people knew, like yeah, the Rock. Well, yeah, I think they knew him from WWE. He had also been some stuff. other acting stuff. There are oh, seven movies technically in the Scorpion King seven? verse. Because there's... The Mummy Returns is considered uh, part of it. Okay. Scorpion King, two, Rise of the Warrior, three, Battle for Redemption, four, The Quest for Power, and then The Book of Souls, and then they're rebooting it next year. Oh, no. Don't <laughs> do that. No. The Rock is producing the reboot, though. Okay, maybe do that. I think he's like, that was a scar in his career. He's like, I gotta do this right. I gotta guys. fix this thing. I gotta do this right. I oh, still get a shit for that CGI. I hope they put it in this bad CGI. <laughs> I hope they just have a reference of it. It's a I bad I hope they do the prequel it. to like, do like a little pre in the beginning with yeah. like a bad CGI. I'm like, look how we've grown. My there, power's gotten better. Yeah. There are I only, CGI now. There are only two movies where they have the same uh, Scorpion King. Oh, God. And there are no other cast carryover for any of them. Except for one flashback. So from uh, what I'm hearing is they're just going to keep rebooting it until it takes off. I mean, look look at this cast breakdown. <laughs> Jeez. This makes for great radio. Yeah, it's, it's just blocks of people and it, there's no overlap. <laughs> except for... Except the, for 
They're just going to keep rebooting of the new cast until it takes off. They're determined to make it happen. Mm-hmm. Oh, news that we should talk about that we haven't talked about yet. What you got? Suicide Squad, the new trailer. Yes, 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 yes. Because that leads in. Yes. That, I'm so here I was for saving it. that one for the end as the lead-in for right. it. Yeah. Uh, I'm so, so here for it. And they just dropped the new trailer, the Red Band trailer. Yep. Uh, which I couldn't figure out why it was the Red Band trailer right up until the moment I figured out why it was the Red Band trailer. Yeah, that <laughs> King Shark just ripping a guy in half. Yeah, that's a good one. I'm The only thing that I'm a little bit bummed by is I wish our King Shark was more like the Harley Quinn King Shark. From the animated series. Yes, yes from the Harley Quinn like animated series. They, they went for the uh, Justice League Apocalypse War, or Justice League Dark Apocalypse War King Shark. Where it's just big shark going, King Shark is a shark. <laughs> yeah. Until yes. the very end where he's like, we did good. He's like, you can talk. He's <laughs> like, yes, that is I your am hand. Groot, says we. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, yes, that is your hand. You are correct. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think my thing when I like, oh, I'm so much more excited for this Suicide Squad than the original ones. It's kind of the same with Charlie's Angels. You have the Cameron Diaz version with like Drew Barrymore and Lucy Liu. It wasn't supposed to be, like, a super serious, like, badass. They made fun of itself mm-hmm. and had fun with it, and that's why we enjoyed those. Because it was just a fun. And then Whereas, you had a really bad reboot. Well, you had the new one, and, yeah, like, I love the actresses in that, but they tried to make it too, like, action-packed, like, serious crime-fighting, where I was like, no, like, it's not a... We like the lighthearted part. Whereas mm-hmm. the OG, so it's like, they tried to make that way too dark and way too, like... Yeah, well, I think a dark Justice League or a dark Suicide Squad could work because the animated uh, Suicide Squad, what, what, squad yeah, we're having a stroke, um, is on the darker side. Like it's a guy comedic bits. It, it's early Josh Whedon. Uh, like it's comedic intertwined with a more serious story, uh, and it works. Uh, but like, I think. Much in the way the original Justice League versus the Snyder Cut is like it was stepping too far into both worlds. I think the original Suicide Squad just did not know what it wanted to be. Oh, it sure didn't. It had so much cognitive dissonance. And it it really, really killed that blue laser in the sky ending as well. That was going on at the time. I've like expunged so much of that movie from my memory for my own sanity. There was maybe 10 movies in the same like year to year period. All had big blue lasers in the sky. <laughs> final thing, yeah. Whereas the highlight for this one, they know what it was. They knew what it was doing. And the great thing about the first Suicide Squad, we got Harley Quinn, and Margot mm-hmm. Robbie is the perfect cast for Harley Quinn, and I she's agree. the OG, the player. So she's gonna be what everyone's gonna be comparing her to. Yes. And so for this movie, they got all the like B, C, D, E rated villains in the DC universe. They didn't try to go to any of the big guns. They were just like, let's bring out all the random ones that just. Make no sense well, and throw them in there and give them an all star cast. Like, this how do you would, say his name? Who? Mar- Mar- Marshall Ali. No, no, Marshall no. Ali. Who you? Polka Dot Man? Idris Elba. Yeah. Thank Idris you. Just, I get yelled at all the time for saying it wrong, so I'm have him say it. You said it right. Uh, we have um, John I wasn't, Cena. I wasn't anything with Idris Elba at all. I was like, John Cena's in it. We just got like such a Pete Davidson. Yeah, Pete Davidson's <laughs> in it. Cracks. I'm like, okay. But they're all the most ridiculous DC villains, and I love that they didn't try and do any of the big guns. They were just like, have fun. So we're I all did. gonna die. I hope so. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> I like, love that. Poke top man. I, just my big concern was this was the size of the cast. Mm-hmm. Um, there are so many characters, presumably around a two hour to two and a half hour runtime. Yeah. It's like a lot to get in there. But you have James Gunn who excels at finding niche characters and bringing them to the screen in a way that is 
brilliant. I would love to see this movie do well and Taika Waititi do the next Suicide Squad movie. Speaking of which, he's in this movie. Oh, he is? Yeah, he is. Oh, holy oh, shit, let's go. The problem is, I just pulled up news about it, and the th- thing that came up with Suicide Squad director James Gunn debunks Taika Waititi's Starro rumor. So we're not going to get Starro's Taika Waititi, but I really <laughs> want it right now. <laughs> <laughs> now it's in my brain that I want it. Um, it's headcanon to me. Yeah, but the, uh, the big cast... Half of them are cannon fodder. They're all going to die. Uh, no, They're I think that's exactly that, what's going to happen. Which I'm here for because it's called the Suicide Squad. Do you remember when they back. originally launched this and they just names kept coming up yeah. on the screen? And I was like, God, yeah. oh my God, this needs six movies. <laughs> but I think you're right. I think that's how they solved the issue. If I may, would you like to know the number one trending like news story for Suicide Squad? Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> James Gunn reveals why the Suicide Squad's King Shark has a dad bod. Yeah, I saw that too. And you know why? Why? They want to make him the exact opposite of Jason Momoa's Aquaman. Man, <laughs> I'm here for that. That's hilarious. And it's Sylvester Stallone, which I'm just like, yeah. Yes. Oh man, he is King Shark in a dad bod. What? What is James Gunn done to get Sylvester Stallone star in all his things now? Because he was in Guardians of the Galaxy too. Now he's in this. Sylvester Stallone is just a homie. I think he just take like he probably is friends with James Gunn. Like you know that yeah. Sylvester Stallone paints, really? yes. and is like an incredible yeah. painter. I didn't know that. No. Yeah, like he wow. he is the kind of guy who just like he's like you know what I might get into painting and then just goes yeah Bob Ross I uh, recreated everything he had done like uh, incredible yeah so I think he's just at a point in his career where he's like you know what I enjoy I miss those sci-fi roles I can used to do I'm probably too old to do the running gunning that I used to do but you know put me as the voice for something CGI make me the very cool grizzled renegade and ravager and uh, I'm you know and I'll like do the walking and talking of it and kind of there you go harken back to that time oh I also love that Nathan Billion's in this I believe this arm fall off boy Arm fall off boy. Mm-hmm. You know what superpowers are? Mm-hmm. Arm, arm fall, fall off. off. Yeah, that's <laughs> literally it. Beat you with the wedding. Yeah. I love Nathan Fillion so much. I wish, I wish the Nathan Fillion uh, Uncharted had been able to occur. Oh, I know he would have done really. I'm well. looking forward to the Tom Holland Same. playing a young I Nathan think, Drake. I think he'll do well on it. Yeah, but but I think I, honestly I think the biggest issue that that movie is going to face is that everybody's going to be like god you drug your feet and we didn't get the lead that we wanted yeah well I'm most excited for Sean Dennis Weasel I'm concerned licking the glass just yes. I'm concerned for Tom Holland's career right now just uh, just a touch like I don't what? think we're have you heard the reviews for Chaos Walking and Cherry no they have not been overwhelmingly positive uh. and with his contract expiring with the MCU like this is this is the kind of thing that we saw with Brendan Fraser, where he had a bunch of hits and then some misses. Mm. I think he was good in Double That wasn't time, the reason why he faded. He got out with the Hollywood Foreign Press and got blacklisted. Right, right. I mean, there were oh, there's always extensive circumstances, oh. but when you're on that downward spiral, and if anything else bad happens, like it can be a nail in the coffin. I will I'm say, Tom at. Holland has become like a like Hollywood starlet mm-hmm. with fans and his castmates. That I don't think that would happen. I don't also, think there's a high he's a dancer and a Broadway star. Yes, I think there's a very limited chance of it happening. But I like Tom Holland too much for it to occur, and so I'm just like, let's hope that we don't keep on this trend. And he's been in a bunch of other really amazing films before. Mm-hmm. Um, he was in that. Hurricane film with Owen McGregor 
Oh, uh, Paradise. No. The Impossible. Sorry. Impossible, yeah. Impossible. He was also in, uh, in The Heart of the Sea, apparently. That was a bad movie. Yeah. <laughs> was, it, was that the Captain Ahab one? It's the Chris Hemsworth. Yeah, yeah. that's the one I'm thinking of. Um, oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. Um, You've seen a lot of not great ones, but you know, it's fine. And The Devil All the Time was just perfectly average, and then Onward was perfectly average. Uh, like, And then he was in Doolittle. <laughs> like, his past, like, five movies are, like, above average to below average. I will say, I think what Tom Onward. Holland's doing, though, oh, with these oh, yeah. film choices, I respect. Because when right. you were in a certain... He's, he's freaking Spider-Man. That's a very big role, and that's what everyone sees him as. Right. He's trying to do more grungy or darker films to show yeah. he can do other things as well. And I think that's smart. Even if it doesn't like get a great review of storyline, he's showing his range. Uh, yeah, because I, I don't think the issues with the movies have been the acting. Yeah. Um, I think, like, in the event of Chaos Walking, I think the movie, like, the story was the downfall, not any individual actor's performance. Yeah. I mean, okay, so Vanessa Hudgens, Lily was like the Disney star yeah. queen, and then she did Spring Breakers, and she was, yeah, no, I knew it was a crappy movie, but mm-hmm. I wanted to get out of that good girl image, and this was how I did it the fastest way, and then she played a drug addict that got, like, renowned reviews because of mm-hmm. her acting, so it's just sometimes you just gotta do what you gotta do to get out. Right. And she said that, you know, coronavirus, people yeah, die, that, whatever. Yeah, that wasn't. And now we don't really hear about her anymore. <laughs> yeah, that, that is true. <laughs> The uh, God, I'm I'm very bummed that uh, Chaos Walking was not great because Daisy Ridley, Tom Holland playing as co-stars with Mads Mikkelsen. Like I love Mads. W- the issue is we're not going to get the three of them on screen together again. I love the three of them. I just wish that it had been a I, smashing hump run. I will say I think a lot of it. I was never interested. Like I saw the trailer and it just never caught my interest. And like they but, can read thoughts. I I agree with that. My like. I don't really know how to describe the sentiment, but when you see a bunch of actors that you love go into a movie, but it's not the movie that you really care to see them all in, 100%. and it's like, shit, we're never going to see them all on the screen at the same time, and this is what you picked it for? 100%. I, I do agree with that. Yeah. Unless you want to be like, you know, Tim Burton and just put them all in every single movie together. A perfect example of this being executed well is Hobbs and Shaw. Huh. Love Idris Elba, love Jason Statham, love The Rock. That is the perfect movie to put all of them in. Wait, speaking of news that goes with this, mm. so there's a big uproar involving Jason right now. Really? Because Prince William was voted the sexiest bald man in the world, and everyone's like, have you seen this one? <laughs> Are you kidding me? Have you seen? I gotta look up Prince William to see what my take on this is. Um, Not comparable. <laughs> Not different ballparks, different games. Look, I don't know what, I don't know what the rest of the world family has. No. That was this. This is what it's a travesty. <laughs> All right, man, never heard of keeps. It, yeah, it's insert Sponsor insert time. keeps ad read. Cut the check keeps. Yeah, yeah. Prince William named world's sexiest bald man according to new study. Uh, Mr. Clean the cartoon did it better. <laughs> oh no! Uh, oh, um, also people wrong. are just upset about Jason not getting it. There's also a whole other group that are mad that Stanley Tucci didn't get it. I mean, Stanley Tucci over Prince William. Yeah, Tucci game, Tucci game, Tucci game, Tucci game. I also, don't stop forget, we also have Bruce Willis. Oh my god. I love the internet. 
Everyone goes, this is the world's sexiest bald man. And it's Tilda Swinton from Dr. Strange. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I'll take that over. Dwayne The Rock Johnson? Yeah. Like. This is maybe, this might be the worst take. <laughs> Who was this voted by? Uh, study shows is what it says. Oh, also. They, they interviewed the royal family. Um, let's also not forget. So oh, yeah. Patrick Stewart, look That's at him. Good. Also, uh, Stanley Tucci posted these two should have been the winners, and then the bottom's just Ryan Reynolds. He has bald head of hair. There's I mean, th- this was this was um, this was voted on by the uh, EL School for the Blind from Road Trip. <laughs> <laughs> Yikes! contenders in the study, including boxer Mike Tyson pulling in 8.8 million sexy internet adjectives, the Fast and Furious actor Jason Statham, who was described as sexy 7.4 million times, described as sexy. Yeah, I, I believe that the internet would have come up with that statistic. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> one Twitter user wrote, Jason Statham didn't flip a car upside down so he could attach a bomb to a crane in Transporter 2 just to be disrespected like this. Totally forgot that movie. The Transporter series was amazing. Oh, that was from the Transporter. Yeah. <laughs> Fast and Furious? Yeah, I thought it was Fast and Furious. No, they kind of, they do, like, almost recreate the scene in Fast 7 or Fast 8 one. Uh, another one. Uh, Mr. Worldwide doesn't deserve this slander. Hashtag Dipple. I totally forgot that Mr. Worldwide existed for at least a week. Also, Shamir Moore, come on. That's another sexy bald man. It's just, there's so many stronger choices. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, this, this is one of the internet sports takes. Um... Something popped into my head to bring up, and it's gone now, so we're going to move on. Okay. <laughs> so do we want to talk about the movie we watched? Yes. So, the, uh, as every movie podcast in the world has done in the past week or two, oh, yeah. it's Snyder Cut time. <laughs> Yay. We, we've only talked about it for probably a year and a half now. As long as this podcast has been a thing. Yes. Easily. And longer. <laughs> and longer outside of it. And because I don't have HBO, because Game of Thrones is over and ruined my life, I went over to Q6 to watch this with him. Mm-hmm. And twas interesting because I never saw the OG Justice League. We have a lab rat. We have a person out of time who's never seen the original. Oh my god! And I didn't because it got I I DC was my childhood. I love DC. Batman's my favorite superhero. I want to be Poison Ivy when I grow up. Like that was my thing. And so when Justice League got panned, I was like, I don't think my heart can take it. So I never <laughs> saw it. And then I joined this podcast with these two, and we're like watching Snyder Cut, and I was actually watching. I was like. This is actually like pretty good. I think he's like the entire time. This wasn't in the original. This wasn't in the original. So this wasn't in the original. What I want to ask: It sounds like you guys watched all in one run. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I watched, watched it twice. So all in one run during a thunderstorm. I have only watched it in the episodic format. Yes. So it'll be interesting to as we kind of develop our takes to see if there's any difference due to no. The we like what we down like the rest of the wine from Q6 housewarming party, made homemade pizzas, yeah. and just bitched it. I did, we started at 6.30. I didn't get home till 11.30. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, yeah. It was a night. There were some pauses. It's, yeah. Calls. There were multiple nights where I, like, the reason I watched it episodically is I would, like, finish up work and sit down after dinner, and it would be, like, 9 o'clock, and I was yeah. like, can't watch it tonight. Be up till 2. Like, yeah. See, we had a plan this. We're like, okay, we're doing this Thursday. We're going to have to start early. He's like, I'll get the pizza. I was like, okay, I'll get the wine. Let's do this. Mm-hmm. We're going to make this happen. Um, I came in my pajamas knowing that I would already be super late coming home. Meanwhile, I'd seen it the weekend before on a Sunday after that housewarming party because I was like, I'm not doing anything today. I'm not hungover, but I'm not energetic. So I'm going <laughs> to sit here and just watch. So I never watched the ultimate cut of the original Whedon 
Was there an ultimate cut for that one? There was an ultimate cut that was 45 minutes longer. Was uh, it that one or was that uh, Batman v Superman? It might have been Batman v Superman. I think you're thinking Batman uh, v Superman. Okay. So, I, also I, I never saw that for that either. Um, I don't think there were yeah. any other cuts for Justice League. <laughs> yeah, Justice League. Speaking of Batman v Superman, yep. I saw that when it came out years ago with Q. And it was so bad. He and I had to keep giving up to get more alcohol from the theater. So oh, man. I, and I bring back theater bars. Yes, and I have not seen it since. So there was like the little prequel was going on, like throwing some of the movie. And I was like, I totally forgot about like all of this was like all coming back slowly and surely in like a drunken haze. I was like, oh my god! But the worst part was Beth Luther's hair. I was like, I forgot about this. So uh, I think the Whedon cut is still what's considered in canon, and Snyder's is not. From what I'm reading. For now. For now. Yeah, yeah. I don't think that they will continue this unless it makes them a lot more money. Well, the reviews are already a lot better. Oh, for yes. sure. Yeah, so. yeah. But I think it would be very much like a studio to ignore the reviews and go, this is what we uh, what we committed to and we're going to double down on it. I mean, the studio didn't want to put this out. AT&T made them put it out. Right. Like, we're putting out a streaming service. We need something for it. Exactly. And, um, and like, here's the thing. You can't half-ass something like this that has literally changed a gener- right. Like, it's massive. Marvel did it. They took their time. Right. And unfortunately... They released seven movies prior to the Avengers coming out? Yeah. Six? Something yeah. like that. Somebody's going to yell at us. Uh, um, yeah, well, let's see. There's Thor, Iron Man 1, Iron Big Man 2. Big announcement at the end. Remind me to circle back to it. We got a hotline. Okay. Oh, God. Oh, great. We can be yelled at by our fans. Oh, no. <laughs> um, but the point well, is that they took their time. So DC... If they want to make a go of it, like how Marvel did, they got to stop half-assing it. I wouldn't say half-assing, but trying to do step five before step two, three, four. Because, like, what they did was they did Man of Steel, then no standalone Batman movie, and then they tried to go straight to the Avengers. I just think, I, like, Christopher Reeves is one of my all-time favorite actors. He was, like, OG Superman. Mm -hmm. So I'm very protective of that. Henry Cavill. He is Man of Steel. I think Henry Cavill is the best Superman cast that, <laughs> that could exist right now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's very obvious they did some retakes while he spoke with The Witcher because he went from being like smooth to like just hairy chest. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was I mean, like, oh. That was the big shortcoming is this is Snyder Cut did not get the budget like it, like the original production would have gotten. The C- There were scenes where the CGI looked like it was from Spy Kids 3. There were scenes hey, where... Don't slam them. Don't disrespect Spy there, Kids. There, there's some bad scenes. Yeah, yeah. Like, there's some minor inconsistencies. Um, I will say, like, there were no real bad continuity errors. Okay. One that I was, like, immediately jumped to mind, and I was like, oh, man, I want to ding it for this continuity error, but then I got got, was when they're getting on the airship, and Batman's walking up there without his cowl, but then Al- but then they wow. cut to a rever- uh, shot reverse shot, and Alfred's holding it and hands it to him right before he gets on. And I was like, damn, that like, they got you. Well, good consistency. No, but like, yeah. It might not have the budget. Zack Snyder didn't get paid for this. Yeah. He, he was like, I, I don't that. want a paycheck. I want complete control. Yes. And they were like, great, we don't have to spend more money. Right. Wait, we're still spending a shit ton of money. Right. Fuck. Because he's like, I'm getting all I want. But I will say, the most disturbing CGI in this film, Furby eyes. Oh, yeah. Steppenwolf <laughs> has Furby eyes when they look at him weird. I got it. He just opens his eyes really wide, like, and they're a little too adorable for yeah, this freaky yeah. alien monster. It's like anime girl eyes. <laughs> yeah, that's another way to put it. But he's like this big, huh? Steppenwolf yeah. eyes. I, gotta, I, I, I did not catch this. 
Really? It's hard to miss. <laughs> Someone made an edit of it. This isn't it, but <laughs> Someone made an edit of it. <laughs> Great for radio. Uh, um, you know, I forgot how bad Steppenwolf looked in the original cut. So bad. Yeah. I have not seen it. And I, like... No. Yeah, his, his eyes do sparkle a little oh, bit too one. much. Oh, that one. I thought you were pointing the promo. I was like, you literally just showed me that. No, yeah. yeah. The, um... Yeah, God, Steppenwolf looks so bad. And I like that they killed him off. Yes. Yeah. Like, this is, this is a... I like how of, they killed him off. Yes. The, the ending... I, I'm... My biggest issue with Justice League is how do you go from having a complete movie like this and saying, nah, now nah, we're going to completely ruin it. Well, let's start with like well, so chapter one and go through. Right quick, can I ask a couple of production questions? Yeah. Because I know Q probably knows this off the dot. Yeah. Is, did most, like 90% of this footage already exist? It was all shot. This so this, this has all been shot. So the only things much. that weren't shot were the ending, uh, were the post-credits things. Mm-hmm. The uh, epilogue. The epilogue, uh, well, not not necessarily all the epilogue, but like the nightmare sequence was new. Okay. Uh, the Martian Manhunter <laughs> meeting Bruce was new. Yes. They wanted that to be Green Lantern, by the way. Also meeting yeah, uh, I, Lois as well, right? That. They, at that um, I think that might have been new. It was at least storyboarded to have Green or okay. Martian Manhunter there. Okay. Um. So basically, we had all of this on the cutting. Yeah. Like ninety percent of this was on the cutting room floor, and Josh cut it all out. Yeah, Josh jo- was brought in to finish it, and the move the exact same Josh now, said. As a as a big fan of Josh Whedon because of Serenity and a multitude of other movies, like that guy has got to take like a two year break and go back to his roots because he's a killer writer, and like trying to give Vision a dick and. Um, <laughs> And what he did with the Snyder Cut, as well as a myriad, like Age of Ultron being probably yeah. the beginning of the fall. I don't, a lot of people look at actors that they don't like and, you know, that sort of thing, and they root for them to fail. And even people that they do like, they're kind of like, oh man, he finally is slipping. I never want anybody to fail. I no. want him to get back to his roots and start making shit that yeah. we all love again, because that's only more good content. So, as a plea, Josh, get back to your roots. Yeah. If you, if you, I know you're listening. You're one of the 30 people watching. Well, I just, I was watching this, and like I said, I haven't seen his cut. I've only seen the Zack Snyder, and I'm watching mm-hmm. it, I'm like, wow, like, Cyborg's back, so like, this is really beautiful. And Kiz is like, yeah, this wasn't in the neighborhood. I'm like, how can you just have him? They ruined Cyborg. Yeah, it's like, He yeah. didn't have his back. I'm like, so I was like, I remember just having the like, so they don't know about his mom and that, no? They just, no, they, they don't know exists. about the acts. Like, they, they don't, you don't see the, got- uh, the rawest end of that. They really rely on you knowing about the new 52 version of Cyborg. Just. Look, I'm a purist. I know Teen Titans, okay? <laughs> oh, man. If that. I love that Cyborg I so want, much. I want that Cyborg to exist in another medium as well. Madeline, if you're listening to this, I'm sorry, but Teen Titans Go is trash. Bring back the OG Teen Titans. I have, yeah. She uh, loves Teen Titans Go and I can't, I can't do it. I want... Did, yeah, they were trying to bring back Teen Titans, if I remember. Was it Teen Titans or... Um, the Young Teen Justice. Titans. Young Justice. Young Justice. Well, which they, the Teen Titans Go movie was supposed to be a backdoor like entry to get the original had, Teen Titans. That, that's what yeah, I could Yeah, because they had like if a joint like through the screen, like, if you're watching this. Yeah. Yeah. They're trying to get back to the original but no one voice actors. It. It's all the OG voice actors. Yeah. They're all on board. And they've even talked about it. They're like, we're on board, guys. I don't hate Teen Titans Go. Um, it's a kid's show. It's a kid's show. For kids. Yeah, yeah it, 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 a kid's it, show. They're both totally different things. For for everyone. Yeah. So 
Um, do do we want to take it from the top in its episode, like from in the okay. chapters? I would say that's probably the smartest, only because it's a four hour movie. Right. There was a and lot bouncing of around, and we do a bad job of bouncing around in two hour films. Yeah, yeah I think four is going to go all over the place. Um, so the opening chapter is uh, "Don't Count on It, Batman," mm-hmm. and that we get an opening of a guy walking across a multitude of establishing shots. Well, also, do you want to talk about the opening, opening, or this opening? The opening, opening, probably a better place to start. So, starting off at the end of Batman v Superman with Superman screaming out and awakening the yes, the yes, boxes. yes. I kind of forgot that that occurred. Yeah, I kind of forgot that that just wasn't because that's how you get. Oh, this is why everything's happening. Mm-hmm. And I'm not glad. I'm glad they did that because they rebooted a lot of stuff from Batman v Superman. I blocked exactly. down. Yeah. <laughs> also, the original version, Steppenwolf just appears as like. Mommy box. Yeah. And Mine. I just, I just, I'm sorry, but Martha, why'd you say that name? Punch, why'd you say that name? Lois Lane, slow running Amy Adams, that's his mother's name. No! And he's like, Ooh. your mom's name Martha, my mom's name Martha, you were real one. And I'm like, I, I think that, I think that I is, that. to uh, quote James Wu, oversimplification uh, is like, I think what they were going for, which we all interpreted that way, I think they could have done a better job of explaining it, is that, and it just sucks that they both happen to have the same name, I think what it more is trying to elude is that Batman is realizing that he has a mother. He's not... He's, he's human as well. Right. Yes. Yeah, yeah. No, it's, it's, a, not, it's a humanizing moment, not a, we both have mom's name, Martha. He's mad that his Martha but died comes, and Superman Martha lives. It's I, a, I think, yes. can your I Martha think, be my mommy? Yeah. I think the better line for that... Would have been like save my mom, save Martha Kent, yeah, or yeah, something yeah. like that. Just, Instead of just Martha, punch? yeah. Because yeah. also, there's a billion Marthas. How the fuck is he gonna know which Martha it there's is? Right. right. Yeah. No, you're absolutely right. Anyways, Kiss and I noticed yes. a lot of things that I would compare to Batman vs Superman as well as um, Justice League. Zack loves his slow mo. Holy shit! This could have been three and a half hour movie. Yeah. There's 30 minutes of slow mo. Well, I was about through. We're talking like you know, it'd be a fun game. Take a shot every time there's a slow-mo. You're you wouldn't remember half the movie. You're dead. <laughs> Alcohol poisoning. You, you wake up, you go, I remember the first hour and a half of that feature-length film. Yeah. Because guess what? Then you'll be war- like you'll be in slow-mo, so then the scenes You should play like Thunderstruck, where you're chugging <laughs> as long as it's slow-mo. Oh, no. We don't get down this drinking game. <laughs> Speak for yourself. We can't, be, we can't be held liable if you do this. Do you remember... Um, the scene... No, no, sorry. I'm, let's circle back to start, it when we get to it. In, sorry. But there, there's Robert a scene Richard. where they do um, slow-mo that I think that it's the wrong 30 seconds of the clip. And I'll, I'll remember okay. when we get to it. All right. But um, going back to... You got the random yeah, you got the going opener. to... And I will we'll also, going back to just look at this, I think another big difference that we see... Um, ben Affleck was not doing well during this. Mm-hmm. And it was very obvious he was going through his alcoholism at the time and hadn't gone to rehab yet because they had to put on an extra chunk of this eight pack suit for him to look like he was ripped. It, and yeah. it looked like he I was. I caught this so zero. Much. We have something so, we talked about. Uh, Batfleck is my favorite Batman right now, though. I will. Mm-hmm. Holy. I, I, I hate him. I despise him as Batman. The, he's not Batman. The Justice League reshoots. You can tell even more so that he's not doing hot. Oh really? Uh, like looks, the hairpiece changes from shot to shot in the Justice League. He looks ragged, and, and he doesn't look like. And then also, like when you in the suit, Christian Bale got in shape for the role, so the yeah. suit wasn't so bulky on him because it fit his body type. They had to force the Batman suit 
to look like the Batman body type that Ben Affleck well, didn't have. And it looked like... Have you ever seen Parks and Rec? Yes. You know when Ben goes to treat yourself day and gets a Batman suit? Mm-hmm. That's what he looked like. What I will say is this, is that the... Um, the suit is based on the bat, obviously from the Batman vs Superman suit. The suit that they are referencing is from the original Batman vs Superman comic, yeah. where if you look at the animation style, Batman is thick as fuck. Like there's yeah. a difference between being thick and being unhealthy, and there was a difference. Well, I don't think he was unhealthy in this. I'd say he's thick. Well, but look at him in the Batman vs Superman training <laughs> clip, where he is just jacked as all can be. Right, like. Uh, but that's the problem. Ben Affleck wasn't Jack. I will say, in the recap at the end when he does meet, I call him Mr. Martian. Mr. Martian, he looks so much healthier. And like I'm like, oh. okay, that's so much better. Yeah, so that was a new scene recently. Yeah, exactly. I think he looks tired. I, I think, think he, he looks, looks tired, looks but he looks healthier. <laughs> yeah, he looks a little healthier, but he's like, why am I here? I mean, I, like, I'm going back and looking at the Batflack working out in Batman vs. Superman. And, like, he's not out of shape there. No, he's not. He's not. He looks huge. He definitely was on steroids. Uh, ben Affleck, Batman. But it just made it so I couldn't take his Batman serious. Well, and to be fair, he's also playing an incredibly old Batman. Yeah. He's, I think he says he's been in Gotham, like, 20 or 26 years at this yeah. point. Um, so Batman wouldn't use guns. That's, that's Zack Snyder's Batman. I know. That's, that's just something you got to get over. He doesn't. But, I don't remember when does he use guns throughout a the lot. entire film. Did you watch this film? Like he uses the alien lasers, no. but like yeah. he, he does That's that a ton. Well, he has guns throughout the whole thing. Yeah, no, no. It it is like always the thing with Batman that it's, it's like alien laser doesn't count as a gun. How about like, his tank car with well, mini guns on it? That also goes to the he uses a tank gun in uh, the comic that this is all based around. Well, there's like, literally a scene where he's fighting and his little handgun gets thrown he, and he goes back and reaches and grabs it and shoot. Like, he uses he, guns for the whole film. He doesn't kill human people with guns. He kills right. aliens with guns. Right. Which is always kind of a thing that has happened and... That's fair. Yeah. I still... I don't, I don't find it to be an inconsistent thing. I, it, at this point, it's the Zack Snyder Batman. It's also, I love how throughout the entire film, and in the comics, you know Batman wants to keep Bruce... A secret, his secret identity. Oh, Throughout God. the entire film, it's like, I'm Batman, you're Batman, I am Batman. Bruce Wayne, Batman, mm-hmm. I am the Bruce Batman man. Going back to your, to your part one, uh, forget about Batman. That, that absolutely, they out, out him as Batman very quickly. Yes. Like, diving into the water. I thought that was a Joss Whedon uh, cut, uh, where he's like, dressed as a bat. You're out of your mind, Bruce Wayne. Yeah, I thought that was Joss Whedon, but no, that, that was Snyder, apparently. Yeah, uh, yeah, like, him, what I would have liked better is, do you remember the scene from Justice League War where Batman tells everybody who their identities are? Oh, yeah. I would have liked to see that as the reveal instead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, what I love about that one is that, and then no one knows who he is, and that's the whole point. Right. He's super secretive, and I love that, where this one, he's like, no, we're all, I'm Bruce, Bruce Batman mm-hmm. Bruce. I do like, well, we'll get to it. Right. I, that Nordic, wherever they are, Scandinavian, Iceland. whatever Icelandic, Iceland. Iceland. yeah, Icelandic, Iceland. uh, Greenland, everything that's going on there. Batman knows who Aquaman is. Yeah, we saw a video of him in Batman v Superman the whole time, but he behaves like he doesn't know who he is. Well, he he behaves like he sort of knows who he is, but it's like just just wait for him to leave and then say, "Hey, can we talk?" Yeah. This doesn't have to be a thing where he brings the whole town together. Yeah. So, uh, what's the 
character name the long hair now that yeah like a long hair extensions in Aquaman. Oh, uh, Volko. It's uh, yeah. oh Willem Dafoe. Willem Dafoe. Yeah. Love Willem Dafoe, but like the character, he just got these. Yeah, he got he, he got better. his hair did for the movie. You can tell this was done before Aquaman happened mm-hmm. because there are a lot of inconsistencies. We inconsistencies can't talk underwater. Bad decisions. Mirror's voice. Oh, her accent's rough. There's a yeah. I'm drawing a blank. There were like two things that jumped out at me, and it was basically like just inconsistencies between it and Aquaman, which I did enjoy Aquaman. Oh, yeah, Aquaman's great. Aquaman I might be enjoy, the best DCU film. I enjoyed Aquaman minus Mira. Yes. Okay. I like, think I think those are probably tied. Okay. I'm one of those people that I think we should recast with Emily Amelia Clark. You know, because that chemistry, that. that chemistry is strong. I think and Amber her Heard, Amber is, Heard's a criminal, so yeah. like, <laughs> yeah. you need to take her down. <laughs> and also, that you're right. The accent in this just was in out and out oh, and so out. Bad. It's yeah. so bad. Why? Why would she think she should do that? But it's like you, I am so here for Jason Momoa's Aquaman. That is mm-hmm. Aquaman. I love his act. And the blue contacts, I don't mind them. I like them. I The eyes were kind of weird. They, they There were a lot of shots but, where they didn't look very human. Which he's not human. He's half human. But, so maybe go for it. But I was here for that choice. Out. I liked it. I like the spin he takes on it. I, I also just adore Jason yeah. Momoa. Yeah. But. Jason Momoa, besides not being like bleach blonde like... Uh, he probably embodies the best version of Aquaman that we've 100%. seen besides the animated New 52. Which he emulates person cut his hand off to save his child. Like, mm-hmm. he is. And he would look good doing it. Yeah. Um, Although, I'm not going to lie, when he walks into the water, when he leaves the Icelandic town, he takes his shirt off and he, like, goes in the water with Batman. I know it wouldn't have looked good, but I so wanted to do, like, the free willy dive into the water, like, I think, I think that was in the Joss Whedon cut. He yeah. doesn't do the dive, but he, he goes underwater and you see, boom. No, yeah, I wanted, like, a side dive, trip. like, up in the air. Free I wouldn't mind seeing, like, a pretty heavy water ripple from, like, him just blasting off. Yeah. But, uh, but no. Instead, you get singing girls for way too long. Cut that down. Cut that down, here's the thing. It was a beautiful, well, it. <laughs> beautiful song, and I would have liked the, the song if there was other things going on while the song was being sung, but it was just her singing I liked singing how there. weird it was. I was like, oh yeah, she's just like singing and sniffing a jacket. Like, oh yeah. <laughs> but like, it was just, it was just cardigan. a tad yeah. too long of a close-up on the back of her head. Mm-hmm. Uh, just a tad. And then, do we jump into the next thing, or is there more to this chapter? Um, I will say um, Gal Gadot looks amazing throughout the entire thing, mm-hmm. but um, she looks like she's about to step off the runway and 12-inch heels the, the entire time. She's an Amazonian goddess, half-god woman. I don't think she would have... And look, as someone who went to Greece and Loki hiked the Parthenon in two-inch heels, she hikes the, par- the Parthenon in stilettos with... And there's dust everywhere, and she's like in white and cream and looks perfect. I'm like... You look amazing. I don't know. Part, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely like, you know, you can be comfy. You don't have to look like a supermodel all the time. You're right. It's fine with me. Uh, Part one is very much exposition in the movie. I need yeah. some cool boot. Like, I'm not like boot heels, but it's just stilettos in every scene. Yeah. That I'm like, is that... I do like her in the bank heist in this one a lot better. Yes. I like that she vaporizes the bad guy. Oh my god, right? Just the hat floats down. Uh, <laughs> I, part of me always has enjoyed the heroes who will not kill the bad guys. There's another part of me that enjoys the existence of heroes that yeah. cast light. 
I love that. She, although I will say at the end, she has that little girl that looks after her. She's like, I would be like you. Can I be you when I grow up? And Cusick and I were like, um, no. she is a demigod. She's straight up a god. No, and she's like, you can be whatever you want to be. I'm like, you don't have the this genetics for that This is how Bird, the premise of Birdman. Yeah. <laughs> You can be whatever you want to be, except for me, because I'm a god. Yeah. <laughs> except for having superpowers. Talk to Batman. Yeah. <laughs> be rich. Be better. What's your... I always... I hear he's looking for a new Robin. I, oh, man. <laughs> I will never get tired of Batman just, like, just being very upfront about his superpower being rich. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I thought it was good. I, I like that line. Uh, and the Age of Heroes, we get this opening where the bank heist occurs, and... Um, do we also get the scene uh, with the Themyscira thing? Or is that I the next I think that's part one still, but I don't remember based on parts. It all flowed together as a full movie. Pretty, pretty well, yeah. Uh, the issue is I watched it over like six days and took yeah. notes. I have one issue with the Amazonian scene, and that's just with costuming. The way they did in the OG Wonder Woman, it was very based off history. Like They did their research... I'm sorry, like, I know this one got killer abs. They're amazing abs. But a warrior wouldn't expose her stomach to go to war. Like, she'd Didn't have it Wonder covered. did have, like, a bunch of exposed stomach stuff, too? No. no. Watch the OG, the way it's filmed. And that was a huge thing, because it was a woman costume designer for Wonder Woman. It's a male costume designer for Justice League. Okay. It's There's a difference. And so, yeah. Hey, cancel me, I'm here for it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, no, it, I agree. Sk skimpy armor has always been, like, such a trope for... Women in, like, I mean, every fantasy. Yeah, but, like, Wonder Woman's costume, I think, one, is based off the original, but two, like, it showed, like, it was designed how it should have been in that time period, as well as it covers the right places, it gives her strength to move. It, it covered everything. And... We interrupted you. What? Oh, I was just going to say, uh, it, it's Zack Snyder. I mean, see Sucker, sucker Punch. Sucker Punch, yeah, that's yeah. exactly what I was going to do. No, I agree with your take. It's The armor is not practically... Yeah. Oh, yeah, they killed your Victoria's Secret. For those who don't know me, I work in the modeling industry, and one of my favorite Victoria's Secret models, Dotson, play, has been playing one of the Amazonian women through mm -hmm. all the films. She got nuked, and I was like, no! She's the one that uh, fires the arrow that's attached to the box. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, just smoked. Just absolutely gets wet. And I was like, oh, no. Uh, I will say, I was not a fan of the one Amazonian who, like, was guarding the box. Oh. Oh. Yeah, I... Yeah. Is this... Probably could have been better. Is this also the chapter where we get the flashback to the original Age of Heroes? Not be. yet. Not yet. Because that's yet. when Wonder Woman talks to Batman and she gives the history once she finds the arrow. Right. But this, I, is, this is definitely the one where she says that the age they said the Age of Heroes wouldn't come again, which I think is the end of that conversation. It might yeah. be the end of part one or in start of part two, but I think it's the end of part one. Because we yeah, also did... Yeah. Amazonian fire the... God, that's a long scene as well. The whole process of firing the arrow. arrow. In the yeah. I was. I love the scene though when they're like, "Let us die in honor, break the seal," and all the like, bats with the oh, jig hammers man. are like, "Kaboom!" Those are some big death by snoo snoo women. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Yes." It, it gave me a lot of you know the warrior princess. <laughs> You're right. Yeah. But, I, don't know, I was here for. I was like, bury them in their tomb. Ah uh, man. I remember me and John were watching this. John being my roommate, who you guys have heard on the pod uh, once prior. They are breaking down this temple. And I look at John and I'm like, this dude has been throwing women around this room like rag dolls. They really think these gates are going to slow them down? And then the temple falls into the ocean. I'm like, never mind. Never mind. This they might have, actually slow them down. They had a plan. <laughs> it didn't slow them down. Not at all. 
but it was a good plan I, to have. I actually do wish they had made that seem like it was more of like like it had a little bit more payoff. Yeah, well, but yeah. Like, I like how the queen's just standing there watching. I'm like, dude, run with the box. Run, run with run the box. You know it's gonna fall in the ocean. Don't stand at the front door. Yeah. Uh, uh. Um, and then we also met the Flash. Mm-hmm. I I love Ezra's Flash. He's got the perfect personality for this. He makes a good Flash. Well, I don't like his personality. I th- I think he's way too quippy, hyperactive. I I think he makes a good Wally West. I don't think he makes a good. Yeah, I'm fine. With okay. That. Okay. Yeah. Um, I don't think he, I don't think he's the best Barry Allen cast. I think he's a good Wally West cast. I will say I think because he's like not really a superhero yet. He's still new. I think I, I'm more willing to give him time to become the Flash. But who would you cast as? I don't know who I would cast as, as the Flash. I mean, I don't hate the Grant Gustin CW Flash. I would never put him in a movie. That Yeah, that's kind of yeah. where I'm at. But, yeah, I don't know who else I would cast. He's not nearly old enough to play the older Flash. Because if you want a movie Flash, you want Barry Allen to be older where you can have a Wally West. Yeah. Uh, potentially. I, I was, I'm throwing this out here with literally... Three seconds of thought. Chris Evans would not like Chris Evans, but I'm picturing more his Knives Out character, like just an appearance, physical appearance. Yeah, as being like a decent. Uh, I could see that. Um, the issue is you start going, oh, who's been cast as superhero, and you go through Marvel's cast yeah. list, and you don't want to just immediately pull straight from there. Yeah, but yeah, Ezra Miller perfectly fine. Flash, he's he's fine. I I do have an issue with his running. Why are you so floppy armed? His his running is anytime you watch a sports movie and an actor throws a, a ball and you go, you did not play sports in high school. Yeah. It was that. Yeah. Here's the thing: as an acting choice, if this is what he did, I'm here for it. Like, like he is not the flashy. He's kind of just all over the place. Doesn't know what he's doing. So I don't think it's him like honing it, like running. I think it's just kind of him doing his thing. Whereas if he gets the training to become the Flash, and they're like, hey, maybe you should actually run like this, not have like the natural thing. And then he becomes even more like quicker, becomes better with that. They teach him to do the Naruto run, and then all of a sudden he's unstoppable. <laughs> I think it's more of a, he he's not trained yet. He's yeah. not, he's raw. So he's not running like you would if you've been trained to run for years. It's more of, it's just a thing I do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The... We'll get to it, but yeah, there's one thing specifically with his running that I found like you guys really could have done better on this one part. I think you know exactly what I'm. I you, think I do. Yeah. Um, on the flash before we go away. Yes. Him saving Iris. Great scene. Little creepy. Little creepy <laughs> at times. Just the like, oh, I'm gonna stroke your face in now, slow mo. Then take a hot dog. Hot dogs are amazing. Hot dogs are hilarious. But in the same time. Um, but but yeah. Cusick brought up to me that his shoes dissolve away. I, I was cool with that. that yeah. Because mm-hmm. it yeah. makes sense. He doesn't have to cool. Yeah. yeah the, the suit exists for a reason. Yeah. Um, the, the one thing I really liked is he wrapped, he wrapped something up to not touch it with his hand, uh, which I thought was interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, because it was like very much a nod to like the friction he would create, which oh, is like yeah. burn things. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they only really showed it in that one scene and definitely didn't keep continuity with it. But I was like, oh, cool. They're at least making a nod that this would be like if you were traveling so fast that things around you were stopping yeah. or that close to the speed of light, you would basically incinerate anything you touch. Or just like if he grabbed Iris in a weird way, just snap her neck. You <laughs> whiplash. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Oh, I picture is Quicksilver. Whiplash. Um, so we move on to the next chapter, which is Beloved Mother, Beloved Son. Mm. 
Um, and this, I'm pretty sure... Is Cyborg's backstory. Um, yeah, and I'm kind of, I'm reading some, uh... I think it's, what, a little Steppenwolf and a little Cyborg? No, actually, we learn about Cyborg in the next one, uh, okay. Change Machine. Oh, gotcha. oh, yeah. Um, Beloved Mother, Beloved Son is the Martha Kent uh, visiting, um, Lois. Ah, mm. Martian Martha Manhunter Kent. Yes. Mama. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I have one issue with this. Lois Lane is a strong, badass, journalistic woman. And in this version, they're like, you can't go to work. You're sad. You can never do anything again. I think, you must never like, leave I think it's totally fine for her to be playing a morning character <sighs> yeah. because she does play a badass and she plays a badass in Man of Steel, but it would be consistent with a character to... It's only morning. They do it better this way, where she's in morning and not going to work, than they do in the other one, where it's like, I'm back at work, everything's fine, who yeah. cares? I get the morning, I just thought it was a little too... Weepy. Honestly, it gave me Bella Twilight when Edward leaves, and she just completely shuts down, and she's like, I can't do anything with my life again. Let me see it. Yeah, it's just, it doesn't give me the same... Five. And I love Amy Adams, and I love Lois Lane. I get the morning thing, and I totally understand that. I just think she played it a little... You know what I want to see is, because now Clark's back, Mm -hmm. and what I would have liked to see is, well, actually, I'm fine with the way we saw it in this movie. There's no way to have shoehorned this in without it being shoehorning, is to have seen um, sometime in the future a Lewis Lane-like flashpoint, Mm -hmm. where she's the reporter behind enemy lines and plays a total badass. I mean, she is potentially shoehorned in as well. Pregante. Prognant, yes. if you will. Um, uh, so I can see why that would make her a little weepy, morny, shimmy single mom. I do have a question that yeah. we, we discussed. Of an alien. Um, so Superman dies. Mm-hmm. Sad death. Mm-hmm. And then Clark Kent mysteriously dies. And everyone's like, oh, that's sad. We lost Clark. I mean, page six. It's not the headline, but cool. And then all of a sudden Superman returns. And all of a sudden Clark Kent's like, guess what, guys? I'm not dead. And JK's in it. He's a smart... No one makes that. There is what I think occurs in the comics a lot is J.K. Simmons as Gordon knows he could easily figure out who a lot of the superheroes are and chooses not to because plausible deniability and he wants his hero he like anybody else wants his heroes to be heroes what we also find <laughs> except for Spider-Man is in the comics in co- in canon is that uh, Superman has telepathy as a power very mild telepathy and is able to slightly alter his appearance it's not like everybody's like People don't recognize Superman with glasses. Well, he alters his appearance in people's minds very slightly. I will say, there's just no, there's no passing mention of like, at, we're skipping to the end of the movie, essentially when Superman's back. But there's no mention of like, oh, Clark's back now. You just see him walking in the street and he pops open his shirt. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They have at the end of the Batman v Superman, the newspaper with Superman dies, and you flip back and it's, we lost one of our own in the rubble or whatever. Yeah, Clark Kent dead. How do you explain that? He was just gone for a little bit of time. We were wrong. He was under some rubble. He like, had amnesia. That's 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 what happened. Yeah. yeah, like in take your pick from the trope explanations of what like they shot Letty in the head in Fast and Furious that's and true. brought her back. Yeah, that's fair. Like okay, amnesia, and we have all quit questioning that one. Yeah. Fast and Furious. I I feel like I would just be more alright with the, they like yeah, Clark Kent's dead. He's now full time Superman. Just. Right. Be Superman. Uh, yeah, I don't hate that take. I do like... Well, you know what? Yeah, there's no real um, in the need for him to be uh, Clark Kent in the Cyberverse. Yeah. Exactly. Um, I mean, I've got 
his own bank to back him up. Batman never buys his home farm and everything. But one thing I do always like in a lot of the animated stuff that we see is Clark sitting with Lewis with the Kints in the apartment, yeah. you know, in the high-rise apartment. And, like, those very... Because Superman is such a hard character for them to do any work with because he's so... Superman. Yeah. And he's so super. those humanizing moments are really what ground that character. And yeah. if he goes Superman all the time, if we do get an expanded Snyder universe, it will be, re it's just going to make it that much harder to play yeah. Superman as a humanizer. Maybe give see, him, sorry. Sorry. I only see it working because it goes more along the lines of like, okay, this is why Lex Luthor hates him. He's a god. Yeah, we get to see that. It, it plays better in the Snyderverse, yeah. but it That's, makes it harder to make a human Superman. Well, then yeah. maybe instead, like, don't bring Clark Kent back. Give him a whole new identity then. So the less questions, you still have Superman. Give him, like, a fake mustache instead of glasses. Give him a monocle. <laughs> no one will know. Let him come back. Boiler hat. He's like, I'm Kent Clark now. <laughs> and then no one has any idea. And I was like, oh, we have this guy I'm, Clark Kent. Take his job. I'm Keith. <laughs> Clark's twin brother. Yeah. Uh, who also loves journalism and wants to work for the Daily Planet. <laughs> I'm also, I'm just, to be a good guy, I'm going to marry my dead brother's wife. Well, it's yeah. fine. Well, Hunter Biden there. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Not to get political, but uh, what was what part were we on? <laughs> uh, we are now jumping to Change Machine. Oh, we so are? Now we're yeah. well, oh, wait, wait, we didn't talk. So, Martian Manhunter uh, impersonates Martha Kent in this scene and impersonates the general as well. What is Martian Manhunter the General and Man of Steel is yes. the question I wanted to ask. Yes, he was. Okay. That's that was yeah. on the storyboard He's been notes there the entire the time. Whole okay. time. And I will forever could just call him Mr. Martian. It's just always been like that since I was a kid. John Jones. And you're John. wrong. No, Mr. But, Martian. Uh, Wait, was John Jones Martian yeah. Manhunter? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What was because Green Lantern was also a job, wasn't he? Mm -hmm. John yeah. Stewart. John Stewart, that's right. I'm coming to see mm -hmm. that DC doesn't do good with coming up with names. The, pe the people names are terrible. <laughs> They're so yeah. laughing. Yeah. The amount of Marthas that are mothers. John Constantine. John Constantine. All the Johns, yeah. all the Marthas. And they're the most basic names, too. It's not like you did zero effort. Like, big book of baby names went to the first one of each. Like, okay, there's mm -hmm. Um But yeah, now we're on to Cyborg. And I originally didn't think I was going to like him in this. But mainly because all I saw were like little snips from the trailer and it didn't give him a lot. But with the when backstory, the CGI was not the best. No. CGI's not great. Yeah. yeah. But uh, it's it's totally fine if you look at Snyder Cut and the production hell that Snyder Cut was. Yeah. But like I as I don't I don't think I would have been on board if I didn't see Cyborg's backstory and that whole thing with his mom and why he doesn't get along with his dad and why it's been so hard for him. The dude was had a good heart. He oh, was smart. He was I popular. I love the actor looking. who plays Silas. Oh, Silas Stone. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, if you ever watched Eureka, he is such a lovable character in that. I will say, so Zack Snyder thought DC was going to do its own solo cyborg movie, mm -hmm. and when they didn't, said you get to introduce him. He was like, "What? You? Why have you not already done this?" Yeah. This, because I, just the clip of like him playing football. I'm here for the sports superhero combo genre movie. I'm glad to see that they built the Gotham Stadium back after uh, yeah. Dark Knight Rises. But like, I'm so here for them doing that football scene. I was like ready to run through a wall. Like, hell yeah, yeah. I you got this. There was one thing I didn't like, which very much like alluded to actors who don't follow sports, was them having the like 
I wish they had done, and it would have just been a very, very small nod is to understand how football's played for the clock to already be at zero. Oh, yeah. <laughs> because, like, they have him crossing it with, like, one second on the clock. I'm like, well, now you have another play. Yeah. Like, <laughs> also, tuck the ball, damn it. You took the ball. Ball like, control. Yeah. <laughs> This cyber movie starting off with like him in high school. He has a crush on the girl. It would have the been girl, a great origin story. Yeah, but the girl's family like lost her home. Parents got divorced. I wouldn't even be upset if they retroactively made a cyber movie. Yeah. yeah. No, but like Ray the, Fisher won't do it though because no. he hates the higher ups at Warner Brothers now. Who? Ray Fisher, the guy who plays Cyborg. Yeah. Sorry. But what Zack Snyder was doing in this cut, imagine as a full movie, because you have this whole thing about the girl and her family's not doing well. They lost their home, so he hacks in to change her grades, and mm-hmm. then that's when you get the mom coming in there. That could have been like a little love story, whatever going on there. And then you have there's the football just, game. There's so much material. For the, yeah, and I'm very impressed that Zack did what he did in that small time, but without any of that, he would have just been like, meh. He's like, okay. Yeah, I mean, Cyborg is the heart of the movie, I think. I don't think that's an unfair statement to say. No, yeah, I agree Well, they couldn't that. have shut down the mother boxes without him. They exactly. couldn't have done shit without him. Yeah. <laughs> he he oh, is man. very much our central humanizing element of somewhere between the straight man who is the alien in the alien, yeah. or the human in the alien world, mm-hmm. and also the guy who has, yeah, our he's our hero story. Awesome. I think he's more of a leader than Batman is in this. Yeah. My favorite is, she wants to fly. The machine? Yes, she wants to fly. You talk, you talk to the machine. Yes, the she. Hush. Well, all machines, all machines, all cars are she's. Also, Aquaman, all you talk to fish. Why is this so weird? Yeah. I just liked how he was like, Oh, yeah. Well, fly. they also write, well, never mind. Uh, that was meant to be kind of, like, this predates Aquaman, and Aquaman's like, oh, yeah, I don't talk to the fish. Oh. I just kind of like. Oh, oh, okay. So we have... King Shark, who doesn't really talk until like the very end, so he mainly is a shark guy, and I w- oh, and they make him the exact opposite of Aquaman. I can't wait for that conversation because I feel like because Shark, sorry, this is nothing to do with this, but King Shark's gonna be like the most like eloquent and shark voice, like full Shakespearean, talking <laughs> to Aquaman, like, sir, how dare you draw your sword at me? Hell hath no fury form. like a shark's form. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, I just. Anyways. So then we jump to all the king's men. Yes. Uh, yes or all the king's horses. Um, and this is the Put chapter. Superman back? Yes. Okay. Um, I will also throw in there when we were taking the mother boxes, though. Because oh. we've lost the first two. The Atlanteans did, had like. Oh, they didn't do anything to no. protect that shit. Although, one thing Cuse and I talked about the entire movie watching it, you have the Amazonians that put it on a pillar in a place that's ready to explode if he does come oh, back. The humans? And then the Atlanteans <laughs> have it on a pillar that's like in the middle of their city for all to see on a, a pillar. And then the humans like, we're going to bury it in a hole. Three hey, feet down. Hey, Max. <laughs> hot take. Ours was last to get got. True. And even uh, let's Cyborg. Go, let's go plan, put it in a hole. And even Cyborg. Although, I. a deep hole. That's no problem. <laughs> Why? Why in every superhero whatever movie, not even superhero, like we even have with Indiana Jones, magical item, the Nazis found it. It's always the Nazis. Mm-hmm. That Nazis. Well, that, that plays into history pretty heavily because the Nazis had like an a hold occult division. Like, oh, that's a very interesting read. I just love how it's always the Nazis. Mm-hmm. But even Cyborg, yes, he's majority machine, but he's still human and he still buried the box in his own grave three feet underground. I can't believe, like, I'm so bucked that we got Black Suit Superman. I am. I don't like that he's still wearing the black suit at the end of the movie. I'm okay with it. 
Give give me some time with black suit Superman. He the, that is the superior looking suit. Uh, <laughs> it, it is. is I cool. agree with Cusick though. I think because Cusick explained to me because he's always been as I've known Cusick since we were ten. I'm he's always been a Superman man. I've yeah. always been a Batman person. So all my knowledge is on Batman. He explained something to me regarding the suit and Superman that I went, yeah. oh, that makes more sense. Do you want to? It's it's the resurrection suit. So he's yeah. brought back. He's not at full power. And it helps him absorb stuff. additional. Yeah, he's yeah. a big solar See, panel. Give him more sun power. Yeah. I didn't know that. Which, I just thought like he was like, going through an angsty emo stage. Yeah. They do at least, he goes up and does a little Jesus on the cross, absorbs some more oh, very, sunlight. That, I was going to reference that because that is such a Snyder, like oh, it's totally, just yeah. a still to, that he, it was like, we absolutely have to have this. But I agree with you. I think the black suit at the end takes away from the special moment, like the power suit. If he wears it all the time, it's not the same. Uh, yeah, uh, the one thing I wish we could have gotten, and I know I've read on it that the studio absolutely was never going to let it happen, is the long hair and beard Superman. Yeah, because why would they do the reshoots? Then we use the mustache. Just let them grow it all out. They were like, you can't have the mustache, but you can keep the chest hair. We're okay with that. Oh, yeah. Grow hair elsewhere. Uh, I mean, <laughs> canonically, he has to laser his beard off with his eyes. Yeah, which is always. Rays respond to it, so he's not going to laser his whole chest. That's a lot to do. <laughs> My drunk Superman doing a ass in his chest, but it's backwards. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you get Bizarro. Yep. Uh, um, and I really love that when they brought Superman back, Aquaman's the only one who's really ever gone off instinct his whole life. He was never formally trained. He's always been right. off instinct for the well, most no, no. part. Aquaman gets trained in the he, Aquaman. Yeah. He has yeah. been trained from, from birth. Yeah. In the Aquaman movie, you yeah. show that he's trained in Flash. It's canon. It's dumb, and that actor's not good. No. Yeah. Okay, well, so, anyways, he deals with the ocean. I, I, I hate animals. to mix that immediately, but that, that it is fine. a canon. That, I don't like that. Because he grew up with his dad, like, on the short... Anyways, Volko yeah. came and trained I know, I don't... Yeah. Like, that's not my... It's opinion. a weird... Yeah. But anyways, but I like how when Superman comes back, and she's like... And Wonder Woman's like, he's... He's remembering, or whatever, he's confused, and he's like, no, he's skating his instinct. He, like, the only reason... With, he didn't kill Lois because she wasn't a threat. Well, she I, wasn't afraid of him. Which I don't agree with that. But yeah. I was like, I like that he immediately knew, like, this isn't the Superman we know. Yes, it looks like him. But his instinct was like, something's not right. Mm-hmm. And then poor, poor Cyborg. It's not his fault. He's like, they, my defense mechanisms are kicking in. Don't shoot Superman. I thought that was dumb. Uh, I don't know how you would have done it otherwise, but I thought I find that to be dumb. The I fight agree. doesn't need to be there. I'm here for it. No, no, no you're fight. right. I'm here for it. Go into it. I think it. Superman just comes out swinging. It. Like I think the better way to do it is Superman comes out swinging at everything, and slightly unprovoked, just yeah. like. Or pull in Lord of the Rings when they do the whole tower, and you have the one old guy accidentally releases the bow, and that starts the battle. You had cops back there. Right, right. It, yeah. If it would have been better if like a cop had just like instinctively fired. Yeah, like, yeah. I do like Cyborg just not being in control. I think because yeah. he's in control. It's, it's a bad precedent. Because yeah. question throughout this entire movie, he gets attacked quite a few times, and it never kicks in any other time. He's in control of it. Uh, You're right. Uh, yeah, I think the, I think the one time where it does. We did skip over the sewer scene where they fight in the sewers. Oh, yeah, yeah. I kind of forgot about that. The The biggest change there was has, having to do with Cyborg. Uh, in the Justice League, he kind of like has an impulse like, oh, my arm's shooting because he's threatening my dad. Boy, I guess I shot. Yeah. And this one, he's enraged, goes, no. And then I think instinctively and reactively, like what you're saying... Just, the issue is he is intentionally in combat in every other scene that he's in combat. Yeah. So we don't have a scene where he's like, 
like Steppenwolf doesn't walk up and begin to surprise him yeah. at any point. So we don't have a scene where he could. I, was like, I disagree with that. I don't think it was an activated. I think it was more of a instinct with him. And since he and the suit are morphed, it was his instinct to save his dad. Therefore, it kicked in. Whereas his instinct was not to shoot him. Superman in this, like it just the machine no, no. took control. That's what I'm saying. I think, like, I think in that instance, it's a uh, machine sees bad thing, and also his instinct is I need to protect my dad. I think it's a good pairing in that point. And mm-hmm. this is a spot where the suit says threat, and he's like, No, it's fine. Yeah, so right. The disconnect in that. That's my issue because yeah. I feel like it should have he should have been more control to connect with it. Like, right. him being like, No, no, we good. This should have been like, okay, cool, I trust yeah. you, man. And so he's like, eh, you dumb human. I will say I like uh, how they brought, on a different subject, how they brought uh, Superman back in this one a lot better. I mm-hmm. like the whole, this is an irreversible thing. The future is like uncertain. If you do this, bad shit's going to happen. It's right. giving these warnings. And Flash has to go back in time to do it. I think that was nice foreshadowing of like, yeah, yeah, he'll do the thing. Da-da-da-da. But... Yeah. I what I like about it is it gives agency to the Flash's ability to yes. alter time. One thing I thought it was interesting, um, you know how Batman wakes up in the um, in his lab and like leans forward and he's like, I just had the weirdest vision, but they don't show the vision in that scene. Uh, yeah, in this cut. So no, that that's he. I don't think he was waking up there. I think he was just sitting in the chair. Like I'm having deja vu of. I had that scene in the previous movie. Uh, well, so that's no, how I took it. Yes, and I think that's what they—that's what they were going for. Okay. But because I knew the nightmare scene existed in this movie, I thought I was like, did I somehow uh, like walk out of the room and they already did the whole nightmare scene? <laughs> like my brain like shorted out from, and I spent like the next fifteen minutes trying to figure out whether or not I had missed that whole scene. Gotcha. Nope, they just saved it to the very last second. Yep. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, we get the scene there. We get Superman uh, revived. Superman then di- proceeds to disappear. We all go back to the Batcave. No, no, no. No, what Box, Box gets taken. Box gets taken, that's right. So I, I like that a lot better than the Justice League, too. Yes. Justice League, they're like, just, oh, we fought Superman, he flew away. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, Steppenwolf came, too, and he's taking the box. Yes. Shoot. Yeah. Should I get the baby? This one's around? like, oh, we have the dad's like, I'm going to do something about this. I, I, I like a, this because this yeah. was like the self-sacrifice moment. Uh, I thought it was really a, not worth it until five minutes later when they explained it. Yes, it's just that, that was exactly Agreed. what I was but looking But you needed to explain that because I was with you. I was like, I didn't do anything. You just killed himself for no reason. Yeah. And I was like, no, he yeah. made himself a global tracking device. I thought that initially I thought that it was like, oh, Steppenwolf stopped whatever was going on before he was able to destroy the box. But then when they explained it, I was like, oh, this gives it a lot more agency. Yeah. Question though, do we know why Steppenwolf was like banished? No, he. They give reference to it, and it's that he rose up trying to take uh, power or trying to take over from Darkseid, and yeah. his rebellion was kiboshed. He tried yeah, to like Brutus Caesar. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Uh, they did give us foreshadowing for what the laser was for. They did very like offhand, but it, yeah, but it was very throwaway. And if you weren't like trying to take notes on the movie for the purpose of. Somehow we've activated the Simply Safe. Sorry, my Simply Safe decided to just kick in out of nowhere. It's Cyborg. Uh, like it's talking shit. But yeah, Apparently. so we get a great payoff. Um, and or we get a great, you know, father-son. Yeah. Though a little trope. I didn't get to say I'm sorry. Yeah. Although yeah. I, I, I think it does 
and lend well to when they do go to the back game and knock man's like we're just asking a guy who's just lost his dad to go fight which I think is great in canon for Aquaman to like Aquaman does not like his mother he does not like Atlanteans and then to also resonate with this kid just lost his dad is very good yeah way better than Justice League where it's like I think he's still the enemy fuck this kid yeah I like that it showed that yeah Aquaman's a tough he's a tough bitch like he's he's a man's man and you know he just doesn't like yeah but I like that it showed like he he gets it he has a heart he cares Mm -hmm. Yeah, that whole angle of him actually caring, I did enjoy. And then it made it even better later on because none man. Yep. Yep. Uh, uh, can, can Aquaman fly? Nobody no. knows. No, he cannot. <laughs> he can glide with style. He can glide he can with ride style. a giant wave. He can yeah. ride a body of an alien down through a... Through a building. Dude, Hotel. The, the density, that was one thing I was joking about with John, was the density of these characters alters based on what they want to see in the scene. Yeah. Like, because if he was as dense as that, and then jumps on the Batmobile, the Batmobile should just be a crater. Just flip it. And if he can't fly, therefore that directing his mass through the air, mm. like, it's got to be one or the other. Oh, I'm trying to assign physics to a superhero movie. Yeah. I still just love my man. My man. <laughs> Oh, I enjoy Jason Momoa. Uh, uh, if you don't, you're wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, I will also say, like they tried to have a little flirty moment with Wonder Woman and Batman. I was not about that life whatsoever. He goes, you're going to hate this. I'm like, I don't I enjoy this. the Batman-Wonder Woman dynamic because that was the slightly romantic thing in the Justice League animated series. True. Yeah, but they also shipped so her with that's, Superman. That's why I hate canon. I will also say the Justice League did it way worse. You would have hated it even more. This is a very fun, like, oh, we touched hands. Oh, no. I am Batman, Selena Kyle all the way. Oh, yeah. I think that's the better one, but since Snyderverse does not have Selena Kyle in it. Yet. If ever. If ever. Um, Point is, I grew up on a Batman Wonder Woman romance because they try, like, sometimes it's Wonder Woman Superman, but that doesn't make sense to me ever. Ne- that never really worked for me because it was always Lewis Lane Superman. I I do like the I think there's one clip from some movie where Superman and Wonder Woman are having a fling or whatever, and they just cause mass damage to the globe, earthquakes breaking <laughs> through mountains. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, this is why you're not together. See, the- I just remember there was this one scene where it's Wonder Woman and she just freed all these women that were being held, and Batman comes up and he's like, "You killed." everyone else as well though like not just the bad guys you killed everyone else and she's like i didn't kill them like i gave the women the guns and let them kill everyone and then he goes how would your boyfriend superman think and she got pissed. yeah that's injustice uh volume two. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah um which again great comic and uh you know i, I say like wonder what... woman and no one I feel like that's what Zack Snyder's going for, though, is that injustice. I yeah, think he I wants think, to I make think an injustice. I think, that's the, I think that's the initial reference point for what the Nightmare yeah. uh, sequence is. Um, I think it's somewhere between that and um, the one with the Injustice League, where the Joker is on the good side in that one. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And Lex are good guys. Um, or good guys. Air quotes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyways... Continue on. Do you yeah. want to at this point? You want to skip to the, the finale? Yeah, yeah, we've kind of yeah, yeah, we're, 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 we don't the line by line. They come up with a plan. They have a good plan. Mm-hmm. They actually come up with a plan. Yes, that's a, that's a key. Point. That's they a big difference. Last time, um, last time, Batman's like, "Thanks for getting on my plane, guys. I'm gonna go stop this on my own. You stay here. Yep. Don't do anything. I put you all together as a team, but just 
chill out. Real quick, I, I do like Batman and uh, Alfred, though. He's like, this is his place. It's oh, like the yeah. whole thing, like, nah, I'm saying it was your idea. Yeah, so it brought that I, I, I did enjoy that. And then I wasn't the biggest fan of Superman going back home and being like, I remember everything now. So that was kind of unnecessary. It kind of needed to happen purely to justify him coming back to fight on their side. Yeah, Yeah, but he was having like a sexual moment in the little cornfield where he was like, believe, yes. I I got very gladiator vibes. Um, Yeah, but I'm not like a tad too long. I could not be more excited with how Superman was, how the Superman Steppenwolf Combat was so one-sided. Oh, yeah. oh my gosh. I love that it was one-sided. I got a mantra vibe, though. Mantra my D&D character because the horn ripped off. I was like, I know. I feel that pain, man. <laughs> you got the horn ripped off. Hardcore. Oh, I just enjoyed, like, every single time Steppenwolf tried to get up, just getting smashed. Well, brutalized. Like, yeah. punch, laser, punch, punch laser. laser. Like, what is going on? I'm sorry. I forgot one thing that really bothered me, and it bothered me, yeah. and it's a ways back, but it was... Steppenwolf versus Wonder Woman that fight, and he's like, she's mine. And she's like, I belong to no uh, man. I'm like, oh. That line's so bad. Yeah, that I was like, so this bad. is not the time to use that, that line. You know what? That that particular line was uh, Snyder Cut's version of all of the women showing up at the same time on the same point of the battlefield. Mm-hmm. It was not the, moment, not the good moment, though. Yeah. Like, she's not alone versus I belong to no man. For, he's forced inclusion for the sake of forced inclusion always takes, is always a... Uh, into your suspension of disbelief. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, I forgot about that part because I was just like, that was just ridiculous. But, yeah. uh, yes. I, Superman just beat the crap out of it. I did like his moment with Alfred, too, and Alfred's like, he said you'd come. Mm-hmm. Everyone, everyone thought that was going to be Green Lantern when the trailers were coming out. Yes. I, we did get a Green Lantern in this movie, though. Yes, we did. Uh, we who, get two shots of Green Lanterns. Who, yeah, and one shot of one, I, one Green Lantern in two different places at once. At yeah. one point. <laughs> I will say, I love the flashback scene yes the, yeah. like of the ultimate fight although <laughs> king atlanta the Atlantean guy like the big beard like he just oh king atlanta yeah king atlanta. Atlanta. yeah yeah he was crap <laughs> i like dude zeus zeus put me on the team of whoever zeus is on yeah. oh that don't forget he like, looks like he after, eats people after that battle he got on with the queen of the amazons and that's how we got diana yeah the only issue with that like continuity is like, my God, does that make the thing... Like, somehow Diana had to be, like... Or, uh, the Queen of uh, Themyscira had to be pregnant for, like, millennia. Like, the age dropped how old Wonder Woman is, too. Yeah. So she's 5,000 years old. Right. But <laughs> what? She, she plays a kid in the Wonder Woman movie, and, like, somehow all the math all of, it, of all of it just doesn't seem like it works. No. Yeah. Um, I will say, let's go back to the original Wonder Woman movie, and we have Ares, which, look... I love that actor. He is Lupin in Harry yep. Potter. But if you look at this Zeus, I'm like, he killed him? Zeus? Also, this Ares actor looks better. Yeah, I was just one of those things I was like, ha! I will say, you know what? I kind of like the the way that I... The defense of the indefensible mm-hmm. is I'm looking at it the way that American Gods is written, and it's that um, the gods have gotten weaker over time, so they're not going to be the, because of the lack of worship. So you don't... they. When you see yeah. them in World War II, you are not seeing them in, like, their peak warrior god That's era. True. That is true. And, also, you know, he's been in the U.K. for a long time now. The era's not great. The industry's not great. It's just... <laughs> Industrialism. He's pasty. Gods. He hasn't worked out as much. You know, it happens. I will say, the dark side bit in the flashback, uh, he really goes down like a bitch. <laughs> I, okay, that's true. 
what I would like to reference is in the comics that everybody forgets is that if Darkseid has entered combat, he's already in a spot he doesn't like usually. He generally is not a incredibly, like, he has incredible powers, yeah. but he is not the most incredible fighter in the DCU by any stretch. Yeah, it's, I, I think, I see where they're going with, like, this man is not used to ever being hurt. Yes. So if he's chopped almost his shoulder off, yeah, yeah it's gonna, like, He's not going to play through the pain. He's a man who stands behind his armies more than he likes to get himself involved. And the Omega being, like, what have we always seen with Darkseid? Is he stands in one place and floats in the air and Omega beams everybody out of existence. Mm -hmm. He does not generally get involved in hand-to-hand combat, except for Superman All-Star. Exactly. Is the big movie I can see. I had a reference, but you're the only one who's going to get it. So I'll probably say it for Well, I don't know. It reminds me a lot of the supernatural Scooby Doo mashup when Scooby breaks his uh, arm. He's like, "What the hell? My arm's broken! Do you see this?" <laughs> I feel like that's it. Was like, "Do you see? There is an axe in my shoulder. This doesn't happen." Yeah, I quit. That's very much it. Exactly. That was the reference in my head. That went there. I was like, "Yeah." That um, may be the best episode of Supernatural. It is. It is by far. I um, yeah. Anyways, but I I love the Amazonian women in that. Like they just they could kick so. Mm-hmm. Yes. That was one of my other issues is that the Am- the Themyscarians, Amazons, and the uh, Atlanteans are supposed to be like way stronger than regular everyday people, and they and Parademon like they should be one for one with Parademons, yeah. and they really weren't. No. Uh, but I think it's something like they've just gotten weaker. Well, I would say the Atlanteans they've got they don't really have anyone in charge. The right. their number one. Triton's missing, like, they would make sense, but the Amazon, like, y'all train on a freaking daily right. basis, yeah. like, y'all aren't half-assing, waiting around, getting fat, like, yeah. have like, you seen those I, abs? I just, yeah, I she wish She should have been able to crush, she should have been on a sit-up and just smash in half, like, ripped in half, that, with those abs, that's what should have happened, yeah, just right. take the alien, put it down, and just do, like, a full-on, in half. Because, that, like, and the, <laughs> the point I'm trying to make is that we have these Amazon women who are, like, single swinging blowing down 12 inch columns yeah and we have batman taking down parademons but we have parademons taking down amazons like yeah. Yeah. the the transitive property isn't working no zack snyder wants batman to be a god yeah which he's I'm not always he's rich a, i'm a big proponent of a very powerful person version of uh, like yeah. give, give captain america strength to batman otherwise he doesn't work yeah right. Which is why he trained with Ra'al Like, that's why mm-hmm. he got all that training and everything that he does. It does put him above a mortal man. Yes. Um, but, yeah. Anyways. But, yeah, this final battle, though, like, yeah, Superman came in and just, like, nicks. But I love that Superman isn't the one who killed him. Stephen Wolf. Yeah, yeah. I like that it was Aquaman comes up. Although Will says, like, you stabbed him in the back. But you know what? That's very, like, you're going to get the job done. Just yes. shish kebab him, threw him. And then Wonder Woman just beheaded the crap. Like, just. Yeah. I, I remember I had, like, gotten up to grab a beer and was walking back in the r- room and, like, oh, my God, that's a body that's in two different pieces. Uh, is, have we skipped something, though? Something very, very, very Yeah, important. we did. We skipped yes. the actual. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Because I love that they lose. Yes. Oh, yeah. That's the best part. We, we got basically Infinity War in reverse. Yeah. Um, I will say I didn't, like, the main alien, the demon guy, Parademon. No, no, no. Oh. Parademon. Uh, shot the flash and had like a really good shot. Oh yeah. While he's going, I'm like, you did not. You mm, no. Maybe if I mean, Stephon for something, he had good aim. I don't believe that the parademon who like looks like everyone else, he's a clone, yeah. would have gotten it. it. It does show him like shooting, like missing a bunch, and then he just gets one lucky shot. 
hits him. I'm fine with I'm that. sorry. Mm-hmm. He is not Luke Skywalker. He doesn't have the force to like hone in and get that little spot. No, he's got plot. <laughs> yeah. So I, I, I was a little annoyed by that, but I did like that because of that, the Flash couldn't make it. All and right. I would also say Flash is probably slowing down. He's tired this one. He's been saying, I'm ready to go. Are you ready? Please, let, please let's do this. Right. So he's probably slowing down. Yeah, also he got shot. Parabular. You know, getting shot will slow you down. Just I've been employee told. of the month, everyone. Exactly. <laughs> um, uh, that rebuilding the universe scene, though, is fantastic. I enjoyed it. Holy yeah. shit. Um, the only thing I didn't like is the way that it, one of the things that it was visualized with is the Flash is standing there. The whole world has already been obliterated. Mm. But somehow he's still in existence. So I think I think the way they said it was either he stepped into the speed force. That's what he yeah, like do little vibrant. I think thing. that's what they're going for. But yeah. I think a cooler visualization would have been like everything annihilated and like it was in um, Flashpoint. Yeah, I I was confused with the mother boxes too. Did they destroy the planet or did they wipe everything out? I don't know <laughs> because it seems like yeah, it should have just been like. Knock everything away. Let him be able to run. Run away from it. Yeah, yeah. That, that's just, that's the only my only nitpick with that scene because I yeah for ninety nine point nine percent of all of that I love that scene. Yeah, yeah. and I love that he's gonna, like hype himself. He's like, "So you're gonna do it? But you gotta do it one more time. Let's do it one more time. Let's, we're gonna do it." So I was already doing. Rule. Yeah, mm-hmm. break that rule. Break the rule. Yeah, and I like that he goes far, like just far enough, so it, it didn't feel like okay, we gotta do this whole battle all over again. It was like no, we got to just the right point. Yes. And then decapitation. Yeah. So cool seeing everyone get reformed. And then the, the scene with the cyborg in the mother boxes. Yes. Like they're trying to trick him into offering like, you can be whole again. He's like, I'm fine the way I am. Mm-hmm. That's great. I did kind of feel like there were some times where I was like, you just didn't want to do the CGI. So you just made him human again. Just so it's <laughs> I, honestly. Yeah. It's like an X-Men with a beast hank they're just like you have a magic serum now yeah because we don't want to put you you don't want to be in makeup all the time yeah. and we don't want to edit that yep yeah same with mystique yeah same? well mystique's yeah. a little different because it's also like you she shapes different people like well yeah, I mean, jennifer was just like i don't want to be in blue that, makeup yeah that makeup hour. took what like six hours to put on or something yeah. crazy and this was after she'd already done the first one and became like a big household name and she was like i don't have to do this anymore the uh uh, we beat Steppenwolf. We get Darkseid knowing where Earth is. We get some mm-hmm. some stairs through a portal. Yep. Um, what's her name? Mother what? Oh, Mother Granny Goodness. Goodness. Granny Goodness. Goodness. Yeah. I love her. Granny Goodness decides. I like Desai. this design of Granny Goodness. I did not like the... I've never li- really been a huge proponent of like the slightly overweight Oh, the grandma. animated one? Yeah. yeah. Where she's just chonky mm-hmm. with a big hammer. Yeah. I look... Because I'm like... She is a little granny. Aww. And then yeah. it's like, oh, she... She mm. converts them into the parademons. Oh, she's shitty. Mm-hmm. She's ruthless. Yeah. Uh, she's Carol from The Walking Dead, where she's going to offer you the cookies. They're like, I'll bake you some cookies. But I'm going to let the monsters eat you and rip you apart. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <sighs> we win, and then we get to see the nightmare sequence. We see all the epilogues. Oh. Mm-hmm. We see the uh, better... Ish version of the uh, Lex Luthor and uh, John Manganiello. Yes. Dead shot. No. What's his name? Deathstroke. Deathstroke. Thank you. Joe. I love Joe. Yeah. We love Joe. Or Joe Manganiello. Thank we're, you. We're a big oh, fan. Oh wait! I answered John. John asked me if he was the same character as Will Smith from Suicide oh. Squad, and I accidentally said yes. Nope. Nope. No, it's not. <laughs> I just realized that. But let me tell you, Joe. If you were ever listening, we would love to play D and D with you sometime. We will Facetime in, like. You just say when. 100%. Uh, That ending with him 
saying like Lex is saying Batman's name is Bruce Wayne was supposed to tie into the Ben Affleck Batman, Batman movie. Yeah. So that's not happening. That scene doesn't make sense anymore. Nope. Yeah. Uh, I am okay with them sequel baiting because this will drive fans to like the same thing that created the Snyder Cut will potentially bring back the Snyderverse. Yeah. And um, I will say I like the nightmare Mad Max scene. However, freaking Amber Heard's mirror like I would kill them for what they did to Arthur. Ah! Mirror, mirror sucks in that for sure. Mm-hmm. The accent, uh, her acting, I'm just like, I don't, I don't, I, no, no, no. How do y'all feel about Jared Leto in it? I. I. Letting them, Ben Affleck and Jared Leto, two people that don't want to be in this universe anymore, finally have a scene together. Um, mm-hmm. I did really enjoy that he brought up my boy Jason. Yes, I like the Jason Todd reference. I found that to be like a very compelling yeah. dynamic between the two characters. Um, yeah. What about the scene about the, or the line about the reach around? That was pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, Batman. Joker's trying to masturbate Batman. Well, yeah. he's already lost Harley, so he's like, well, I need to get it off somehow. Yeah. And the only other person that, you know... I like I like our very dark Batman. When we get basically Thomas Wayne, but it's actually just regular Batman. Where he's like, and trust me, I will fucking kill, kill you. you. That's yes. a great line, yeah. Oh, my God. I this think... earned its R rating. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I didn't like Jared... Like, I never... Have, I've I, not been in the biggest Jared Leto Joker fan. No. Now, granted, he's a great actor. Like, he won an Oscar for a reason. I don't like his choice, and I liked it even less in this version. His styling. He's missing tattoos. I'm like... I'm you? better with that. Yeah, yeah I'm more okay with the missing tattoos. But the tattoos are trash. They are, but the problem is, they've already done it, so now it's like, what did you do? Get them lasered off? Like, did you just put makeup over it? Like, yeah. you look... <laughs> Maybe that's uh, the anti-life equation. Took away his... Yeah, took away his tattoos because they've kept them all with Harley. They just like cover it up, but they'll show her getting it covered up or something like that. Yeah. That it kind of is like do I don't know. And I don't like the stringy. I don't like the way they did the red. I, and I didn't like his acting choices right. with it. I, I just, don't. I don't mind his costuming in this. Where it's, ah, the issue, ah, the issue ah. is we've got to. Com- we're always going to compare the Joker against probably the singular best performance yeah. that the Joker has ever had and ever will have. Yeah. And the thing. for obvious reasons, Joaquin we won't say Joaquin did a great job as well. I saw that with you. Mm-hmm. One of those movies, phenomenal movie, brilliant. I will only ever see it once, probably. Yeah. But he did it different and still made it his own. This didn't feel like... I, I think he's still doing his own thing. I just don't like that version that he's doing. Yes. No, not at all. He was trying too hard to make it his own that it didn't become his own. What I enjoyed, there is a run of comics where at one point it's revealed that there's three Jokers. Oh, yeah. Have you read those? Um, I've seen some recaps on them, but mm-hmm. I like the idea that there's multiple Jokers, and then we can write off Jared Leto Joker. Yeah. People in, in. aren't huge fans of how that ends. I don't know. Just read I, yeah. yeah. What's the one with like the daughter, and she steals his face, and then puts it on, and goes around as the Joker? The Joker's daughter. Oh, yeah, I know that, but like that take... What do y'all think of that one? I don't. Oh, uh, it's not for me. Yeah, there's all sorts of stuff where he cuts his face off. Uh, Not for me. I don't like that body horror. You know what (laughs) I would love to see in a Joker film, though? Hmm. The one where he, like, kidnaps Harley, and he's like, you weren't the first Harley, you won't be the last, and they're just, like, the bodies of the past Harley Quinns. Was that something in the comics? I think it's hinted at, at least in... Yeah, there was, was, like, one where it was, like, real fucking dark. I haven't seen that one. He does Casa Maliato where he, like, chains her up in the room with all the other Harley bodies in there, and he's like, you weren't the first, you won't be the last, and just, like... Anyways. That's wild. Be. Um, but mark it with Harley, so, you know. I, give me a, give me a nightmare movie. Yes. Just, just, yeah, yeah. Um, just set that. Yeah, I I'm will say, I was a little confused, so you explained it to me. Keys mm-hmm. explained it, but it was 
then Superman shows back up and it was like, this is Lois Lane died and he went crazy and becomes evil. Superman was like, that's stupid. And then he explained like, it wasn't just that. And I was like, eh, Yeah, so it's better. it's supposed to be, you get the little flash of Superman holding uh, the corpse. So presumably Lois Lane. Yeah, probably Lois Lane as Darkseid kind of pats him on the shoulder like, yeah, it'll be okay. I probably did this, but it'll be okay. Mm-hmm. But it's because he's got the anti-life equation at that point. He's controlling. controlling. Yeah. Yeah. So that made more sense. I was like, if it was just like, oh, Lois is dead. Well, and I'm going to go dark. I was like, that's... The more original reference to how Superman turns baddie is Joker gives him, doses him with fear toxin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he flies Lois Lane into space. Uh, Thinking of it. Yeah. And which we get maybe my singular favorite comic book panel in... Uh, Superman putting his hand through the Joker's chest, a la Alien Chestburster. Yeah, that's a pretty good one. Um, I will say, if you watch that scene again with uh, Superman crying over the body of Lois Lane, it's taken right out of Man of Steel, uh, Superman crying over Zod. Oh, really? Yeah. Is it shot? It's not... It's They took the same... They composited that over. They didn't do yeah. a reshoot for it. Okay, yeah. that'll be interesting. I'll look into that. Okay, well, we're closing in two hours, a little over two on here. Yeah. So let's uh, rate it and Dad clap it out. It's yeah. a four-hour-long movie, so it's a long podcast. I, I mean, honestly, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, I fully yeah, yeah. expect it, it. Was good that we shot this on a Sunday because yeah. Monday we would not have given this yeah. enough time. Nope. No, no. Um, um, what you guys got for the rating? I give it uh. 85 dead parademons out of 100. <laughs> I'm going to give it 82 extra hours on the cutting room floor. <laughs> I'm going to give it 85 uh, reshoots. Sweet. Yep. I found it to be substantial. I think I would have given the original one about a 63. Yeah. it's. I would love to see the original and I'll be able to see all that was missing and be like. It's not good. It's, it's not good. Honestly, like, it's just bad. I think what I saw originally, it's a passing grade because it's a movie. Yeah, and it's visually stunning. Based on what you know you had before, I'd I'd drop whatever I would have given it then. Yeah, in the context of when it came out, I would give it a 63. I'd retroactively drop it further, probably. Also, I'd give it 82 hours saved by taking out the (laughs) (laughs) slow-mo. That's great. Um, um, so yeah, I probably will never see the original one then because I do have this. I love DC, and this I was like this wasn't as bad as everyone hated. Then I yeah. found out it's because they didn't explain yeah. shit. Yeah. Um, uh, so what are we doing next time? Do we want to do WandaVision as something? I will do a little breakdown of WandaVision. I don't want to feel pressured to finish it well, it's super two, quickly. Two weeks. You have two weeks because I won't be here. Yeah. Oh and right, you also, won't be here. We do it every two weeks now. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So are we doing that for the the film? Uh, that, or we could just do a WandaVision episode. Do we, are we going to do you. a uh, B-rated as well? Or Trash Not Trash? Yeah, we, we can discuss all this off mic since we have literally nothing in yep. sight for this one. Great. So but, uh, that, we're going to dad clap it out. Yep. We'll see you guys next time. Bye.